0: my pillows patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position because it works we've sold over 70 million my pillows and now i'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever for example you get my standard my pillow now only 1988 with your promo code now's the time to get them for your friends your family your neighbors everyone you know my pillows make the best gifts ever And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends
1: now.
2: lasting life
3: and life to Patriot Control America, you're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall.
4: The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take
5: the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe.
3: Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half.
6: V. Lynn, hello, Patriots.
3: So let me explain to you all why you don't want military medical care as your standard care or government available Uh... medical care as your standard care. Um, As she will attest to, um, a little over a week ago now, 10 days ago or so, Uh, yeah, I woke up Sunday morning and I couldn't move my head at all. I couldn't turn my head, everything was done. Upper body literally
6: woke up screaming in pain.
3: And you went to rub CBD lotion on my back, yeah, and you hit the nerve.
6: Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I I literally started crying. crying, yes,
3: because I was in so much pain, yes, okay, so go get an x-ray done last Friday. Uh, It had to be a contrast x-ray where they invert you on a table and they shoot this shit in your spine and you feel this pressure build as it goes all the way, as it goes all the way down your body to your neck. And then they take a picture of your neck. And they said today, well, we didn't see anything. So here's some flexural. Take two of these. And in a day or so, if you still feel the same, give us a call. Okie dokie. I'll get right on that one.
6: Yeah, they suck.
3: And you wonder why veterans want to fucking shoot themselves you in the parking why lot of dads. healthcare facilities yep. because they just hand you some pain relievers and say, deal with it.
6: And it took fucking five days to get the appointment in the first place.
3: And then on top of that, they were two and a half hours late. Yeah. Literally, I got back here 50 minutes ago.
6: Yeah, not even. Not Ten, even. Minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. I, because I set up and started the show. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's ridiculous. You started the music. Because yeah. Because when yeah. I came in, I was like.
6: Yep. There's I still had to
3: change and shit. Yep. But it's just, that's why you don't want government-run healthcare. This is fucking, there's obviously something wrong. It's been 10 days. Mm-hmm. All right. A stiff neck lasts 24 to 48 hours. 48 hours are, it's max. You know, you never have a stiff neck after two days. This has been going on for 10 days. And they threw me a bottle of fucking flexural and said, deal with it. Yep. This is why you do not want government run healthcare. This is a bitch. You, you don't want it. They, they don't even, she took like one look at my neck. She's like, yeah, it looks a little swollen. You think? It looks a little fucking swollen, bitch. I, I, You could barely touch it four days ago. Yeah. Let alone fucking, this wasn't the VA, dude. It's BA, not even BA.
6: it's fucking Tricare Prime. This is military, like on post healthcare. Yeah.
3: Telling you, this is why you do not want government run healthcare. It is worthless.
6: worthless. Can you make our logo a little smaller on the screen, please? Because it's really annoying me. It's like poking me in the head. And do you want to address, scroll up the chat, the Twitch chat a little bit. Do you want to address that? Do you want me to address it or do you want to leave it alone?
3: I I don't know what you're talking
6: about. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You see. Right there. But yeah, there you go. Uh
7: Uh-huh.
3: No. uh, It doesn't matter.
7: Okay.
6: Sounds good.
3: Either way. So I, uh, I I apologize for our discom- discombobulation this evening. Um,
6: we weren't discombobulated at all, babe. This show's running smooth. Hey, well, got off on time.
3: I, I, I'm just saying I don't have anything ready, and we're going to basically go off. Of I have whatever you have. Everything. I mean, I ready. have a couple things that I've heard today. That I have everything ready. I, definitely I busted still my talk COVID
6: about. 1984 shirt back out.
3: Um, well, that's something I wanted to talk about actually because I'm really I don't know about you all. But I'm really getting tired of because literally, I one more time, I, I just went to a military medical facility. I I didn't see a military doctor. Obviously, I saw a civilian because doctor. They don't have no they don't have any doctor military there. doctors at this this facility. Um, but I was at a military medical facility and uh, walked in the door, showed my ID card. And uh, the guy, the little fucking rent-a-cop said, can you put a mask on?
6: They Are you kidding me?
3: I said, no. It's, Joe no, Biden,
6: lo- it's no longer required Joe in healthcare Biden, facilities.
3: Joe Biden just said that the pandemic's over.
6: It's no longer required.
3: So this is what is killing me, all right? Because we've got the pandemic's on.
6: The pandemic's off
3: for 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 medical facilities.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet
3: Joe Biden just a couple weeks ago came out and said, "No, there's no pandemic. It's but, over. But they, the, the crisis is over.
6: But they extended it again. But, but they extended the pandemic but, but, emergency but, 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 again. But
3: we talk about student loans. Oh, there's a
6: pandemic emergency. Yep, yep. We extended the emergency again. But hello, crock hunter from the UK.
3: We go to Title 42 on the border, and oh no, no, there's no, no, no there's no COVID emergency. It's over. How can you fucking pick and choose? when there's an emergency and when there's not.
6: Um, how could you pick and choose when the virus was going to get you? I mean, it's been this way from the beginning, right? You had to wear, remember, remember how it was. You had to wear a mask until you went, when you went into a restaurant until you sat down. Correct, And then you could take it off. Yep. And um, then it became and, only and, when
3: you were eating or drinking.
6: Correct. Yep. And then, um, and, oh, and the virus wasn't out after, uh, what after like 10 o'clock what, whatever fucking curfew whatever it was
3: yeah it's like 11 o'clock yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah and yep. it
6: and it never went to south dakota because christy noem told it wasn't allowed there wow. so i mean this is no different
3: does does anybody i mean do you guys all tell your normally friends this shit
6: it's just it's just do, an do extension you like, of the same
3: thing do you like explain to them like well one second the pandemic's on and the next it's, it's like off. It's like, hey, are we going to <laughs> war or not? Yeah. I mean, are are we going to go to? Are, are we going to go fucking say, hey, we're going to go lock and load and start shooting people, or, uh, well, maybe not, not not right now, not right now,
6: Leanna, not not in uh, Leanna, it wasn't in the Foxhole chat, it was in the Twitch chat. Um, a, a non lone ranger wants to know what I'm drinking, so I. Uh, this, this is fun. I make my own Irish cream, okay? This particular one is uh, a nutty Irish cream. So it's a pint of whipping cream, two cans of sweetened condensed milk, a tablespoon of Hershey's syrup, a tablespoon of caramel syrup, um, a teaspoon of Jamaican allspice, a tablespoon of espresso powder, And then uh, two cups of Irish whiskey, a cup of fireball and um, a, a half a cup of butter pecan moonshine and a splash of hazelnut syrup. And that makes two quarts of this particular one, the nutty Irish cream. You can change up the flavor for whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be butter pecan moonshine. Sometimes I use all kinds of things, um, from drambouille to, uh, I've made a pumpkin spice and, um, maple bacon. And you know, we got to try, we got to do like an apple
3: pie. I can do an apple pie because I've got my apple pie moonshine in there. Yeah. I
6: I can do an apple pie, a caramel apple pie. Hmm. Yep. So it's, it's, it's really, really good. It's supposed to sit for like three days once you make it for all the flavors to meld and it'll last for, I mean, if it lasts, it'll last for like, if you, if you put it in a mason jar and you stick it in the back of the refrigerator and you forget about it, it'll last for like three or four months in the refrigerator. Um, but it doesn't usually last because we drink it. I mean, it's, it's coffee creamer. It's, um,
8: yeah, think about starting your day off with just, one of those. Just
6: straight up. I mean, this shit's strong. I mean, think about it. There's there's three and a half cups of straight up alcohol in two quarts of this. So <laughs> it's one hell it's of a really drink. Really good. Yeah. Um, anyway. So this is my this is my homemade Irish cream.
3: <laughs> Basically a jar of diarrhea for me. Yeah. Pam Dye, I am sorry for you.
6: It's diabetes in a jar. It's definitely um, diabetes in a jar. And if you're lactose though. intolerant, you want to stay far away from yes. it. Yes. So <laughs> a vegan cookbook, that could be fun.
3: That actually isn't a
6: bad idea. i mm-hmm. will see.
3: Not a bad idea at all. You got some halfway decent recipes. I, I do- can make them better because I- you're I so bland when you cook.
6: Well... I'm always you, the one that have to spi- come through spice and spice ta- it up. You spice to taste. I did make um, unstuffed peppers last night. It wasn't bad.
3: That wasn't horrible.
6: Yeah, wasn't horrible. It's basically like the stuffing that's in. A I've, had, pepper, I've had worse. Just without the pepper because the peppers are not big enough. So I've had worse unstuffed peppers. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you very much. <laughs> Skill lasagna, all kinds of good stuff. You know.
2: Anyway, anyway.
6: <laughs> so COVID, COVID is. Sort of back? Sort of not back. Who knows? Sort of back? It's here. No, no, it's, no. Wait, wait. It, it's not there. Actually, it's here. It's be- not before here. Before you get to that, I did reference, I want to say on Sunday's show, it might have been, that um, they, they developed a new strain of COVID, and I said it came out of Wuhan. I was wrong. It I'm, came out of Boston. Let me correct myself. It came out of Boston University. Correct. They took Alpha COVID, okay, and they took Omicron, and- and they and they married them. They spliced them together, and, and they had a little baby. So, so get this. So and it's called so, oh, Omicron out. S. Tom, time out. So, yes.
3: so get this. This is what I want to know, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be a smart. I am trying to be a smart ass here. So, let's think about this really quick. When you take two different strands of COVID at the genetic level. Uh huh. And you marry those two strands together using a double CC, double GG repeating genome within the the genome structure itself. Uh And you marry the two together. What would you define that as?
6: Gain of function.
3: No no, gain of no, function no, research. no, 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 no. Anthony think? Fauci came out and said, we did not do any gain of function research at the Boston Vi- Virology Lab.
6: Okay, but it was actually at Boston University not at the Boston Virology Lab. So he was probably correct. This was at Boston University.
3: Um, yeah, but they didn't do gain-of-function, and they've been screaming all day about how okay, they did not but, use okay. gain-of-function. Oh, However...
6: Okay, wait, wait. They took two different... Two different At different the genetic variants, level. Okay. At the genetic level. They, they spliced them together to using- create... A bigger and using Using a double
3: CC, double GG, repeating genome Mm -hmm. that only occurs in nature. And they spliced it at the double CC, double GG, repeating genome.
6: And, and, and they, and they came up with a, a a new fucking monster variant. Yes. That that
3: killed a hundred percent of its test subjects. It
6: it, it only killed 80% of its tech. It killed eight out of 10 mice. All right. And their argument is. Well, previous COVID killed all of the mice.
3: The other two mice died two days later.
6: Okay, but their their argument is, but it's actually, it, the, the 80% lethality is actually less lethal than the original. But what they don't tell you is they made it more contagious. So they made it an itty-bitty-bitty-bitty-bitty-bit less lethal initially, but then they made it like a thousand times more contagious. So... How is that not gain of function? This is completely gain of function. And why the fuck would they do this?
3: Why? Why are we why? listening? Why are we why? still listening to these people? They have lied to us so many times. We do not do gain of function and, in the United States.
6: And, and You know who we funded it? We just watched them admit it. You know who funded it? Pfizer, uh, Fauci, and uh, the NAIAD. Well, well Pfizer did too.
3: Oh, Pfizer of course, was also. Well, of course a part
6: they of did, but NAIAD. Um, so so yes yeah, so so now we have a a brand new incredibly contagious incredibly lethal bioweapon in Boston. Are you Mom, fucking are, kidding me? It Never works. It never. Well, you works. haven't used it for a long time. I That's haven't. A download it's, from the cloud.
0: That people is. of Earth, I am Lur of the planet Omicron Pussy I Eight. Is this thing on?
6: Just remember that the cloud is just someone else's computer with a bigger hard drive than yours. Okay. <laughs> Either way. Oh. So yeah, so Fauci went on some Sunday shows. You're 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 right, Wix. They, of course, they need to go to jail. They all fucking need to go to jail. No, they don't
3: need to go to jail. They, no, they, they need to die.
6: Yeah, they all right. The
3: only way to eliminate this type of
6: thought. They they no, okay. This <laughs> no, don't say it like that. They need to answer to God for their crimes. Just I'm just going to provide the, the meeting. meeting.
3: This is this goes back to how do you, how do you stop jihadis? This was a Jim question. The dick. This was a question we were asked a while ago. Uh, I was asked many a year ago, and they asked how do you stop jihadis? Because you got to remember jihad being a jihadist isn't necessarily a bad thing. <coughs> They're happy normally, to die. Normally it's a very good thing. Um however <coughs> how do you, how do you stop it? What's the way? You can't stop an idea. It it's an idea you cannot stop. You cannot st- you can kill every person in the world. That idea will still come up. Somebody else is going to get that idea. Eventually it will happen. You can't stop everything. That being said, the same thing is true when it we start talking about COVID. You
6: can't kill every virus out there. You have to learn how to live with it. Uh, it's called an immune system. For a reason. God gave it to you. Keep up with it. You, you have to keep it active and engaged just just like you do everything else in your body in order to keep it in prime condition. Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyway, so uh, so Fauci Fauci did the well. He he did some fucking. He did the Sunday morning tours. Whatever talks like he
3: tried to do. Oh, he all went on ABC this week. He's everywhere. He was on so CNN too. Us. So,
4: so what's the biggest misconception about you? You know, I don't know, John. I think the misconception is that I was misleading people. You know, to say that I, who have been advised to seven presidents, and have never ever veered one way or the other from an ideological standpoint. For somebody to say that, you know, I'm political. Yeah, political. I mean, that's completely crazy.
6: He has never veered from his ideological standpoint. Never, ever, never. Flip-flop Fauci has stood by one thing this entire time. What? I don't know. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Uh, shut schools down. Don't shut schools down. Shut down the economy. Don't shut down the economy. Get it. Get a jab. Don't, get a, don't jab. get a jab. What get a
3: what? What? What is? But I, I don't understand. What has he ever stood firm on? He's never stood firm on anything. I don't know. He's about as he's about as firm as a good set of fake tits.
6: Oh! 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 I know. I know. I know what he stood firm on. What? Whatever could make him the most money. Probably. That's it. That's what he stood for a month or
3: how many times he could get in front of a camera.
6: Mm -hmm. That's it. Well, that made him money. Yeah. 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 Every time he got in front of a camera, someone else got a jab and he got a a royalty. He got
3: a he got a dollar. Yeah.
6: Especially if they were Moderna. Jesus, you know, it's how it goes.
4: Would you take back what you said about masks?
9: Obviously the guidance changed, but you yeah. were but you were very definitive. You said there's absolutely no reason
4: for people to be wearing masks. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, if I had to do it over again, of course I would have analyzed it a little bit better. What? You would
3: have analyzed it? How didn't you do that to begin with? But
6: but in what was it 2004, 2005, he, he wrote a paper saying that the Spanish flu in 2018, most of the deaths were actually caused by pneumonia from people wearing masks. Correct. Not actually from the Spanish flu, which was probably caused by vaccines. Uh, I mean, could have been. In combination been. with new technology that came in new radio waves and whatnot. Could
3: have um, been, very well possibly could have been.
6: So, yeah.
3: Weird. Still weird that he just like said, well, hey, well, you know, I I mean, I would have analyzed it. What do you mean you would have analyzed it differently? I mean, I know you're a government employee. I know you're not particularly good at your job. However, How are you going to be the one prescribing drugs to people if you're not testing them?
6: He doesn't actually prescribe drugs. He's not that kind of
3: doctor. I realize that, but he approves the vaccine that's going to go up in front of the FDA.
6: Well, his wife does because she's in charge of the ethics committee.
3: Well, that doesn't mean anything. Um, We know they don't have an ethical bone in their body.
6: Well, obviously, since that's the biggest conflict of interest you can come up with right there. Except for maybe Peter Dasick investigating the Wuhan lab. For EcoHealth Alliance? No, as the investigator when EcoHealth Alliance was the one that created. Correct. <clears throat> Correct.
2: Yes, he worked exactly. for EcoHealth
6: Alliance at yes. the same time. Yes, exactly. So um he's, anyway, keep going. He's such a fucking piece of shit. Oh, but you didn't play his intro. Oh, I didn't. No, right. you didn't. You, you didn't. You didn't tell me. About I, I, it. I probably have. to. Oh,
3: and
4: now, no. a works? message from Doctor Anthony Fauci. Here,
6: here you go. I,
3: I did forget about his intro. This is the best one because yet, anyway. this is the most important.
6: I know. His intro was
4: very important too. It was. He
6: he was he, he didn't flip flop at all.
10: Yeah. Was it a mistake in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they
4: were? I think in some case, I don't want to use the word mistake, John, because if I do, it gets taken out of the context that you're asking me the question on. Well, was it, was, I, did it pay too high a price? Yeah, I would say that what we should realize and have realized that there will be deleterious collateral consequences when you do something like that. This idea that this virus doesn't afflict children is not so. It does. We've lost close to 1,500 kids so far, but much
9: less than the older population, obviously. Oh,
4: of course. But you shouldn't discount that it does afflict children, so it isn't without consequences. If you go back, and I ask anybody to go back over the number of times that I've said we've got to do everything we can to keep the schools open, no one plays that clip. They always come back and say Fauci was responsible for closing schools. I had nothing yeah. to do. I mean, you're, I you're, mean you're, let's get
0: down to the facts. It's amazing. I can't tell you what a piece of fucking shit you are. What flames coming out of their butthole.
6: I had wow. nothing to do with it. I it had wasn't nothing me. To do it it nope. wasn't me. It wasn't me.
3: Oh my God. This is like nope. a Shaggy song. It wasn't me.
6: Yep. Yep. No, he didn't make it political. He didn't flip on anything. And he had nothing to do with closing down the schools. Just
3: remember one minute's covid, one minute's not covid
6: mm-hmm. yep,
3: one minute yep. covid, one minute not covid so but this this coming up, I'm dying to ask the question one more time because you know. When I took my political science classes in college, one of the classes I had to take was concerning the White House, concerning the presidency. Actually, it's a it's actually a required class. You have to understand what the executive body of our government does before you can graduate any political science course. One of the interesting things I found in the um, in, in the when I was taking that class, one of the interesting things that I I, I thought was just the crux of our government is in article five of the constitution. It talks about the um, compilation of the executive offices, if you will, who all is involved in the executive offices. And of course, back then there was no CDC, there was no department of virology. There was none of this bullshit, the NAI, AID or whatever the fuck he works for. Obviously they never foresaw a Fauci. However, they did give the American people the right, if they so choose, to create such an office if the time arose arose, that we needed something like that. And the way the founding fathers put it in there was again, the people have the right at that time to create this office within the government. Tell me something. When was the last time that you remember the people of the United States of America being asked? being asked do we create the Office of Education or the Department of Education in the U- United States federal government the people aren't asked anything exactly so you know you know what we no longer you know what? we haven't lived in a true constitutional
6: Republic okay in probably 70 80 years they they make you think they make you think you have a choice okay by giving you Two options. All right? It's like... All right, babe, for dinner tonight? You want pasta or you want steak? Steak. Okay. You do realize that there, there's uh, shrimp, calamari, pork chops, chicken, um, and... I don't know. And... Who knows what else and salad in the fridge I didn't offer you any of those though no fuck no I only i off, I offered you two choices that's it yeah okay so did you really have a choice yeah because I chose steak <laughs> but did you okay what if I oh, do you want do you want pasta or chicken
3: hmm See, that's a tougher one. See, see, now that's not a choice. Exactly. Uniquely, I would say uh, both. Just it's to got, be a pain in the it's ass, got,
6: it's got to be one or the other. You can't have both.
3: Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I'm just you, saying. You can't. You that's, can't That's, have, that's, you that's can't horrible. Have though. The, that's you, actually. That's actually horrible. They <laughs> they make you think you have a choice by voting, then they steal your choice in voting. How do they do that? Well, we've watched it. (laughs) How many
6: people run for president every four years?
3: (laughs) We've watched two,
6: normally. Really? Well, I mean, it depends. How many people actually file the paperwork to run for president every four years that we never hear about? Oh, probably
3: between six and eight, I would have to say. Uh,
6: I'd say probably more. No,
3: no, no, no. It's never more than that. There's never more than five. I I think the most stacked ballot I've ever seen was five
6: people on the ballot at once. But- mm -hmm.
3: You're not going to, it's a rarity to see that nowadays. But my point is, is that they, they give you the illusion that you have this choice in voting, but then they steal your vote. So you don't have a choice at all. We have never lived in a true constitutional Republic because if we lived in a true constitutional Republic, every lackey that is in Washington right now, every lackey that's sitting at your government state houses right now, every time you walked by them, they would bow to you.
6: They would ask, is there anything I can do for you? There is a reason that they're called servants of the people. Public servants. Public servants. They are not. What is, what does the word servant mean? You work for me. Yeah.
3: That's why they have that title. Not only
6: do you work for me, you. You do my bidding. Yeah. You, you serve me. Yeah. Yeah that's your job
3: and there's not enough people now that are saying that and there's not enough people for instance uh liana she played it this morning um and it was one of the few parts i could catch on to um but there was she played a a clip about the guy who got arrested for not wearing a fucking mask in court because the judge required it one of the things he said in that that's clip this story one of the things he said in that clip was, I, you know, I, I thought more people would stand up with me.
6: Play it. I, I, I and when you went into the clinic this morning or this afternoon and they, the guy asked you to wear a mask and you said, no, what did he do? Come on, man. Did you wear a mask?
3: I mean, I put one on my chin. It covered my chin hair.
6: <laughs> Your beard wore a mask.
3: Yes. I didn't wear a mask. I didn't put it over my face at all. It was underneath my chin the whole time. And nobody said anything to me, which I thought was interesting. But whatever.
6: Mm -hmm.
11: You'll have that in those big jobs. Yep. We've all kind of given up pretending that masks stop the spread of corona. They don't. And yet, amazingly, since we're supposed to be following the science, in many parts of the United States, masks still serve a purpose. They give the government an excuse to punish people for no reason whatsoever and to sort the obedient from the disobedient. That just happened to one man in Harnett County, North Carolina. The man's name is Gregory Hahn. He showed up for jury duty in a mask-optional courthouse. When he got there, since it was optional, he said, I don't really want to wear a mask. So in response to this, the judge, a man called Charles Winston Gilchrist, threw Gregory Hahn in jail now we would assume this would be a made-up story except it's not because gregory Hahn is joining us now mr Hahn, thank you very much for coming on did we misstate Thanks, that mr. it was a ma- a mask optional courthouse you opted not to wear a mask and you went up in jail how'd that happen
5: that's correct and some of my family thought it was a joke too when i sent the the, the article to them uh i never thought i would serve up to jury duty and end up uh, behind bars so it happened uh, there was no warning or requirements, uh, going into the courthouse. There's no mask mandate statewide, no, no mask mandate uh, in Harnett County. Everyone walked in. There was 98 of us and we were on this jury assembly room and we were told that masks are required per the judge. Now we were in there for about 20 to 30 minutes, shoulder to shoulder with three quarters of us not wearing masks. So the, the virus, if there was virus out there <laughs> contaminated us anyway. So I was called um, when they called roll call. Uh, I made eye contact with the clerk and she said, um, I need you to just come over here for not wearing the mask. So they isolated me from the courtroom, sat there until the bailiff got me, escorted me outside out of the courthouse. And I said, what's going on? She goes, apparently the judge wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. So she brings me upstairs to the courtroom where the judge was having a, a case, uh, residing a case already, doors open, motioned in. There was about 50 to 75 people in there and I'm, I'm being told to stand before the judge. The judge then says, Mr. Hahn, I understand that you don't want to wear a mask. And I said, that's correct. And he says, well, it's my, and he says, why don't you want to wear a mask? And I said the exact same thing I just mentioned. There's no state mandate. The governor lifted it May 4th. There's no signs in the courthouse that you have to wear a mask. There's nothing. And uh, he goes, well, it's my court and I'm going to order you a mask, order you to wear a mask. And uh, are you refusing my order? And I said, yes, sir, I am. And he goes, do you know what the consequences are? I proceeded to ask the questions, like what, what's, what's the consequences for not wearing a mask? And he goes, no, for contempt. I was like, no, I don't know what the punishment is. And he goes, well, $500 fine up to 30 days in jail. Now my mouth is uh, speaking before my mind really kind of wrapped my head around what was, I was going to say. And I said, I'm not going to wear a mask. And he goes 24 hours in the Harnett County jail.
11: You know, you would have been better just selling fentanyl to children because <laughs> that's now allowed. Can I just get I mean, I know nothing about you. We've never met. I, I literally know nothing about you, but I can tell us by looking at you. You're probably mm-hmm. not a Biden voter. And my guess is I'm just guessing here. Uh, my guess is that mm-hmm. the judge could feel that, too. Do you think that may have had something to do with it? You're not obedient. I, I had I had a feeling.
5: Uh, yes, uh, there was some definitely bias there. Um, and I don't think the judge actually was prepared for me to say, no, I'm still not wearing a mask after he told me oh. what
11: the punishment was. So well, he had to go forward with his decision. Well, um, the judge sounds like a complete lunatic who I hope is taken off the bench soon. Um, but what was jail like? It was the worst 24 hours of my life.
5: Uh, I was refused to have, make a phone call to my minor, minor child who was home. I asked to be excused since I I wasn't even selected for jury duty yet. It was still orientation. He could have exempted me. There was 98 people uh, that showed up for jury duty. And I thought I was just going to be in a holding cell for 24 hours. No big deal. Still have my jeans on, my shirt. And after a while, I realized as six o'clock comes by, I'm like, okay, I got motioned in, got changed to an orange uniform, got a roll of toilet paper, toothpaste, towel, grab a mat, come with me, and I'm walking with inmates to a cell that I have no idea what this guy's in for. And I was there for about two to three hours in one cell. And then they called around 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. I couldn't tell what time it was because I had no idea. But I went past the guard shack, and they are watching Monday Night Football. So I had an idea. It was around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And then they put me in isolation until 2 o'clock the next day. This is... And, Tucker, if I can... Please, go so ahead. If I can say one thing if I can say one thing, one of the scenarios that I keep thinking about that I wish would have happened, it just took one person to make a stand and yes. no one else joined me. I, I wish there was a movie yeah. scene where more than like maybe five people stood up and joined me. Yeah. It's hard doing the right things. And I told my kids, you know what, always stand up for what you believe in. Don't be bullied that's right. that's and, right. st- and stand up for what you believe in and be what's right.
11: Well, no one's ever going to stand up with you the first time. And that's the point. That's why it's so important for one brave man to stand up and assert his dignity as a man and refuse to obey. And I'm, I'm grateful that you did, despite the price that you paid. Gregory Hahn, thank you. And thanks for telling us about it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
3: That's, that's disgusting. That's insane. That is just absolutely. We live in
6: a fucking clown world.
3: That's an abuse of power. That's, that's
6: just so many different things. You can call that. That's so ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous.
3: It really is. And and like he said, he's like, all I wanted was like one other person one to stand person. up with. That's it. I can't believe that nobody else had a half a nut to say, you know what? I'll Seriously. spend a night in jail. Yeah. I'll spend a night in jail. Yeah. They're going to put me in fucking solitary.
6: You'd have fucking, you just stood, I just stood up. You just stood up.
3: I would have gone to sleep. Yeah. I have I been mean, like I get to go to fucking bed by myself with no one else in the, pff, done. done, done. You mean I don't have to deal with, done,
6: you know, done. In, in, The middle of the pandemic, okay? So, the pandemic hit in 2020, in March. They sent our kids home from school for the remainder of the school year. But they did a graduation, or maybe did they go back for the last, like, two weeks of school? Was he in seventh grade then or eighth grade? No, he was in seventh grade. He was in seventh grade then. So then the following year, they went back to school and um it, and and they weren't they had to wear masks all year in school that's right and it, it was our younger one had a horrible issue with it which is why we homeschooled him the following year um but our older one he did okay but his 8th grade graduation in church cuz he went to catholic school um and our name falls towards the end of the alphabet so they call each kid up to get their eighth grade diploma. And they all take a picture and there's a professional photographer there. And every single kid going up had a mask on for their eighth grade picture. And our kid gets up and he doesn't have a mask on. Goes, well, you're not fucking wearing a mask. That's just stupid. And he goes up and and he doesn't have a mask on. And he takes his picture. And after that, I think there was, what, five or six kids after him? Not a single one of them wore a mask. Yep. Not a single one. Every kid before him wore a mask. Not a single one after him wore a mask because he got up and said, no, I'm not wearing a mask. This is my eighth grade graduation. This picture is going to be hanging on our wall. I'm not wearing a mask. And that picture is hanging on our wall. And he's not wearing a mask. Kids have more courage these days. Than adults do. Than adults do. Yep. Silent courage. And no one said anything. You ain't got to make a scene. No, no one said anything. They just didn't wear it.
3: I, I just, I, that's just called peaceful noncompliance.
6: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And if that they had it. said something, if the if the priest or one of the teachers had said something, we would have just been like, all right, give me the diploma and we're out. Yeah, I wouldn't have hung around. We'll, Fuck we, we'll go take Peace. this picture outside. Yep.
3: But. Nobody said anything. Just saying. Yeah. I, I just, uh, it, it's, a, it's a big deal. You guys got to, everybody's got to do it. We just can't let one person stand up here and there. We've all got to do it together. Yeah.
7: Well, it was a lady actually. as a female doctor and she nope. was lovely. She came to sit next to me after I'd been uh, lying around in A&E for a while. And then I was telling her about the vaccine damage. And I said, you must be seeing it now because I could see the difference. As soon as I came in, it was the D-dimer, the heart, the blood, you know, Um, lots of nurses, not too many doctors, sadly. And she said, yeah, yeah, but she said, zip mouth.
12: Your doctor implied that there was something going on, but they have been told to zip it.
7: It's actually the second time that's happened to me because when I was at Moorfields with the AstraZeneca eye damage last year, which was about, I lose track, August, the consultant I saw there told me her own mother went blind from the two Pfizer's. And I, of course, Mm. said, please, can you talk to me about it? And she said, no, she refused to talk to me about it. My husband was in with me. He's a journalist. She wouldn't talk to us. Mm. So that's two doctors. Is it just me or does this chick look like she's got a mustache?
6: Uh, Well, she has a vaccine injury. Uh, She's got a mustache. She's got a serious vaccine injury. But, yeah, she probably Mm -hmm. does, too. Uh, I mean, look at
10: that.
4: But
6: there, too. She looks half retarded. Doctors aren't standing up. They've been told to shut their shut mouths. Shut their mouths.
3: Be quiet. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about vaccine injuries. A handful
6: injuries. here and there will stand up, but for the most part, no. This this is what you get.
3: Nah, you get this all over.
6: You got this. You get this all she, the time.
3: She got a pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. That was funny, but hold on. There's one oh, that I got to yeah, play that really that's funny. actually really funny. QE boy, you killed it with this one, dude.
6: You should have put your mask over your eyes and walked around knocking shit over that that was a good idea dude
3: Uh, i am going to keep that one as as an idea for the future that's fantastic that's hysterical that made me laugh out loud so yeah you went touche sir
13: (sighs) yeah doctor uh we go way back i don't know how many times during the pandemic you were on probably three times a week you turned into a security blanket for us and, and i think for viewers uh, everywhere. And, and it, the entire time, I don't ever think you dodged the question or politicized the question. You talked about the, the origins and were very straightforward about what could have happened, what didn't. You talked about the efficacy of the vaccines and masks, and uh, you'd go against the conventional thinking. I, I, I think it was all science-based, and totally objective. So I got to ask you about this. I have no doubt that you want to weigh in on it. Uh, So on Tucker Carlson last night, uh, New York Times reporter, former New York Times reporter Alec Berenson said you got him kicked off of Twitter. Uh, This is a kind of a convoluted conspiracy theory that somehow you told Twitter to get rid of him because he was asking too many questions about the efficacy and safety of the COVID vaccine. Do you just want to respond to that and tell us your side? Yeah, look, I'm not going to comment directly on that. And and he's
14: threatening litigation, too, for so another reason not to respond. I've raised concerns around social media broadly, and I've done it on these networks around the threats that were being made on these um, on these platforms and the inability of these platforms to police direct threats, physical threats about people. Um, That's my concerns around social media and what's going on in that
13: ecosystem. So it wasn't as much about. And you know what? I, I had COVID. I had three vaccines. I, I think without the vaccine, th- those were one of the great scientific discoveries of our. And I've seen all the. I still see it. That's it. Does this? It does that. We didn't know this. We didn't do that. That's the way that it. it for me, it was basically like a mild cold because I think of, of the vaccine. So I'm not questioning that. So you were. Look, look, you were. I'm. Talking, co- I'm concerned, concerned about debate. What's that? I'm unconcerned
14: about debate. I'm unconcerned about debate taking place in platforms. I am very concerned when threats. I'm very concerned when threats are being made physical threats against people's safety.
13: This had to do with. I'm very
14: concerned about physical threats being made against people's safety and the people who gin up those threats against individuals. That concerns me. You
3: got to remember where Dr. Scott Uh, Gottlieb Gottlieb comes from. Uh, he, He doesn't come from the natural order of scientists, or I, I guess you could say COVID healthcare or whatever you want to call it. Um, he, he was Obama's fucking FDA chief. Mm-hmm. So he's already coming in with a slanted view, no matter mm-hmm. what he says.
6: And so Berenson has and has produced the emails. He, he got them in discovery because he sued Twitter when Twitter kicked him off. hmm for speaking out against the jabs, and he won. And in discovery, oh, in discovery, he got the emails showing that it was Scott Gottlieb
3: who shut him down,
6: who directly requested that Twitter shut him down because of him speaking out of, against the COVID vaccines, because of him spreading misinformation regarding the COVID vaccines.
3: Because it didn't put Alex dollar Bar- bills.
6: Alex Barrington's a fucking pussy. I'm sorry. He never threatened to anybody.
3: Yeah, I'm about to say.
6: Seriously. I, Give me a fucking break.
3: Bad actors. I yeah. agree, It's funny how it's he says
6: actors. he he's not gonna comment on it and then he goes ahead and, and comments, comments. on,
3: on it, it right? anyway.
6: Well, and and he's threatening litigation he must against not be me. So really I'm really worried comment. about that litigation. So let me go ahead and comment. Yeah. So right, then Scott then we Godley. then we have the, um the the head vet, and I'm not kidding, you know, Albert Borla is actually a veterinarian, mm-hmm. uh who's the CEO of Pfizer, who at the last minute, backed out of testifying in front of the EU COVID Commission.
15: When his
3: vice or vice his, chairman, or his
6: his CEO of communications whatever, or whatever, went
3: out and said, Yeah, we we had no idea. Yeah, we didn't test it for we transmissibility. Test it for transmissibility.
6: Come on now. We didn't have time for that. We had to shit. It we were the speed moving at science. the speed of science. Yeah. Science. It's in the science. It's to science. It's to science. Yes. Get
16: it. Oh. A lot of indications right now that uh, are telling us that there is uh, a, a protection against uh, transmission of the disease. There is no variant that we have identified that escapes the protection of our vaccine. Against COVID yeah. To come now with a treatment of 90% effectiveness, you know, personally makes me a lot, very proud. about. Uh, the... And we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster. They offer reasonable protection against It is necessary a a fourth boost right now, the the protection that you are getting from the third, it is uh, good enough, Uh, actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths, it's not that good against infections, but doesn't last.
3: Yeah.
6: That was our flashback for the day
3: cuz he literally flip-flops more than Fauci does on everything. Absolutely.
6: Oh, it's it's 100% effective. It's 90% effective. It's 80% effective.
2: It's 80% effective.
6: And, and then it's
2: uh, it's, 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 it's 100% I'm effective. I'm
6: very confident that n- nothing escapes it. And then and then it's well it's it's really good against hospitalizations and deaths but not so much against transmissibility but it doesn't really last. And now it's which we've been telling y'all for years that it's not good against hospitalizations or death.
3: Matter of fact, it you get COVID easier them. from them. Yes. Anyway.
6: Anyway. So Joe couldn't be on.
3: left without nothing to say. Co-
6: COVID is, we're, we're done with COVID um, except hold on. We're not quite done with COVID on Thursday. The CDC will vote to permanently shield Moderna and Pfizer from covid vaccine injury liability by putting it on the childhood vaccine schedule if you think this isn't going to get rubber stamped through then please send me some of what you're smoking um this is absolutely going to get there absolutely it's going to get this is going to get stamped this is it's what they've going been on. wanting this is what they've been seeking they're
3: gonna be sitting there doing this
6: and they are so close right now with broad jackson's fraud case like right there um, Tom Renz just dropped a billion dollar case against yep. Pfizer, I believe, Pfizer and Moderna. Um, and uh, so they, they have to get it in the childhood vaccine schedule because it makes it that much more difficult to sue them. And then they can get these shots in all these babies.
3: And then they're also doubly protected from liability Mm -hmm. as well. Because you're automatically protected from liability if you're on the vaccine schedule roster. Yes. Why are they doing this? Uh, Because... No, no, no. Why are they doing this? Money. It brings up an interesting point.
6: Money. All the way. No. No.
3: No. It definitely is not money. But... What it does bring up a point to is something that I want y'all to listen to. And I know y'all hate this, but.
6: Oh, okay. Well, just listen. Just just, listen. It's,
3: it's, it's interesting what they say in the beginning here. And I I want y'all to listen to this because this is very interesting.
6: Mm. Oh, this one. Yes. You made me listen to this crap earlier. Yes, I did. It's horrible. I can't believe you're making me listen to it again.
17: At a political event at the Howard... Never too early to start... New excerpts from Robert Draper, of It's Tuesday. We got a couple new excerpts from Robert Draper's new book. Plus, I know, I know, we're not through this year yet, but it's never too early to start worrying about future elections. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Two must-read books that...
18: Vast-
3: now, now, this started out with... It's never too early to look forward to the next
17: to look for it's look at
6: future elections
3: future elections
6: cuz we're going to okay. lose this one so we got to look at the future
3: but this is what the democrats do so well yep. they can turn it around really quick okay now there's a bunch of shit in here about some books that I just didn't find all that interesting so I'm going to try and get through that really quick and get to the important part because the important part about this is when they start talking about the election and This is gets really interesting.
17: Midterms, including several. Here's another example of how the midterms have implications well beyond the makeup of the 118th Congress. The Democratic Party's bench is very much at stake on November 8th. A wave of promising new politicians for the party emerged in the 2018 midterms, including several Ida's future contenders for statewide offices. Now, several of those rising stars are at risk of being washed out by a red wave. Politicos, Elena Schneider reports this morning, from Fredericksburg, Virginia. They include Representatives Abigail Spanberger, Sharice Davids, Jared Golden, Alyssa Slotkin, and Katie Porter. Among others, here's 2025 gubernatorial chatter about Spanberger, for instance, and Porter is routinely mentioned as a successor to Senator Dianne Feinstein. Each candidate has a proven ability to raise big money from small-dollar donors, but they have to fight for their current seats before they can even start dreaming about other ones. Elena told Playbook, that 2022 losses might not necessarily be fatal for the 2018-ers' political careers. However, she tells us, winning a competitive congressional district is far better than losing one before you try to run statewide. But the stakes for that victory depends on what state you're in. A Porter victory, for example, could catapult her to the top echelon of a crowded 2024 Senate primary, while a loss would take the shine off her candidacy, Elena noted. But she added, Losing may not matter as much in a state where the Democratic bench is thinner, like Kansas. Former Representative Joe.
3: So do you all hear that? Did you all hear that? They're pretty much willing to give up right now. The election hasn't even happened yet. They are willing to give up right now. They're talking already about just giving up in Kansas. We're just going to let Kansas go. If I lose, it's not a big deal because I can come back. They are choosing their battles here, folks. I got a feeling, I know, Liana, you talked about it a little bit this morning, or and you may have talked about it at greater length afterwards, after I stopped listening because it was just, I was in a horrible area. I couldn't listen to the show. It started pissing me off. But anyway, um, there, there's a good point there because Georgia is going to become one of those states where it's going to become real wishy-washy. I'm calling this one right now. I'm just going to say it. On November 8th, we're not going to know Georgia's numbers for forty-eight hours after the election.
6: So you think there's going to be an election on November eighth? I think they're going to try, and we're very close now. So I mean, I mean, I mean we're too
3: close now. It's it, it, we've <sighs> see. I, I I don't know. You know what was crazy? I was sitting there. I was at the doctor's office, and it's in a government facility, and uh, at every government on every government calendar, uh, underneath the number, the day. So for instance, today is what the 17th, 18th, 18th, Today's 18th, yep. right? So underneath that there's a number and it's, it, it's a corresponding Julian date. Well, the day, the day number, not the corresponding Julian date together, just the day number. And it was really nuts because I went and I looked at it, October 31st, just yeah. Shits and giggles. This, you know, it's the 304th day of the year.
2: Hmm.
3: I wonder what
6: that means. 304. I don't know. I don't know. But what does that have to do with getting the jabs on the childhood vaccine schedule?
3: It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do
6: with it. Well, uh, that's what I was asking about. You said, why are they doing this? And I said for money and you said, no, listen to well, this. Well, not
3: only, well, not only for money, but right now they, they don't understand. They don't give a shit. COVID is so far. You, did you see the poll that came out today from Fox news? They don't give a shit. People don't give a
6: shit about they don't COVID give anymore. A fuck COVID has got okay. 2% is what 50 million Americans but here's the deal: we're not talking about COVID. We're talking about the jabs, and putting on the childhood vaccine schedule now means that every child will re- well, yeah, will we, be we
2: required. You, we were moving to, on
6: to get to the jab to go to public school.
3: Yeah, we were moving on. We were going to, but show. I was
6: finishing this up, and you and I was literally like, well, "Yeah, because like,
3: I was going to go to that for Joe."
6: I asked a que- You asked a question, and I said for money, and you said no. Well, it's not just for money because, and then you brought this up, and why, that's why I'm asking but, why but this listen, was the reason for. I don't understand the correlation.
3: Listen to what they're saying. They don't. It's not about that. COVID's gone. It's gone.
6: Not according to the CDC.
3: No, it's only gone. In their heads, when it works for them, mm-hmm. when they need it, it's there. When it's not there, it's gone. This is going to be the same thing, no matter what happens with this. It's going to end up on that register. Why?
6: You, you know what's going to happen with this is that millions more people are going to pull their kids out of public school, and if they can't afford to put them in private school, they're going to homeschool them because they're not going to get they're not going to get them jabbed.
3: Yeah, public school is going to break down, and yeah, what's left? Not much, but. You got to remember though, you got to remember though, there's not a whole lot of people of all the kids that go to public school, 90% of their parents have already been jabbed.
6: Depends on where you are.
3: I. 90% of the kids that go to public school, I guarantee their parents have been jabbed. They're, they are the pelicans that keep their heads buried in the sand. Yeah, the waiting. O- ostriches. The ostriches yes. keep their heads yep, ba- got buried in the sand yep. waiting for somebody else to step up and say, hey, look, you're not supposed to get this. I All mean, right. look, they're still kicking people out of the military today for it. I know they're still kicking people out of federal jobs for it today. Yeah. Yet there is no pandemic and there's no requirement for it.
6: Amazing. There it is. Amazing. All right. Well. Joe's. Uh, Joe moved forward with his student loan relief, even though he's being brought up in court. Make
3: sure you write down this website too, because
6: well, this is yeah. So this this isn't quite that yet. Oh, but that's this not is, that one. It, that's right. that's the last one. But yeah, this um, this is in there. Yeah, it's all part of it. Who's this guy in the blue suit at the right time? Know.
18: Weirdo. And will people who have privately held loans will they at some point become eligible for this forgiveness because they no longer are?
17: We are working on pathways there to support those, but we're moving as quickly as possible to provide relief to as many people as possible. Thanks. Whoa! Look, look at the look, on his face. Look, the look on Joe's face. He there?
6: couldn't even comprehend the that question. Again. Hold on! Look at that look. As many people as possible. Thanks. 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 Move- he, he he didn't even know He's what like, she said, huh? never mind what his answer was. He's like, Huh? You said what? He was trying to catch up with the question.
3: He's like, homeless is
6: what? Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Don't
3: worry about it though.
6: We got more stuff coming. Yeah. It's all good. This is this is how we all feel. <laughs> Most of the time.
13: I spend more time working on these cars than with my own family. I spend my days digging holes, cutting grass, and sweating.
18: This is job number two today. So my customers aren't the only ones drinking coffee.
13: I'm breaking my back out here for one reason.
18: I want to pay off some other guy's debt. Biden's plan to pay other people's college loans using my tax dollars is a great idea.
19: Biden's right. You should take my tax dollars to pay off your debts. My family
12: will figure out how to get by with less. What's most important is we spare college graduates from any extra
1: stress. Want to be a struggling artist? College is on me. My
18: kids don't need fancy things like school supplies
1: or new shoes. I work for you, theater major.
18: This shift is for you, business major. Go buy yourself that new car.
13: Enjoy your free ride. College is on me.
20: Tell Congress, stop Biden's bailout for rich kids.
13: I like it.
18: That That's great? what we
3: have to do. That's what we have to do. We have to make it that stupid because normies don't understand this shit. No.
6: Nope. They sure don't. Maybe they understand this though. I hope so. Maybe they can translate it. Holy shit. Make sure you write this down. Write, too. write it down. Matter
10: right.
3: of fact, somebody type okay, it in here,
6: the here's, chat. Here's as my go. pen.
10: Okay, let's go. If you get any questionable calls, please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud i dot
3: I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be dot, FTC dot gov.
6: But well, it's report fraud dot dot gov.
3: What does the Department of Transportation have to do with?
6: I don't know, but like fraud? go to the go to the website, see if it works.
3: All right, well, let's do it. Fuck let's it. do it. We'll do that. Yeah, I, I have no problems with that. Hold on, because I am dying to know. Let's see if this motherfucker knows what he's talking about. Watch this son of a bitch be wrong. I'm gonna laugh my balls off. It takes me to some unrecognized website. I'm gonna. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Ah, okay. Right. We're gonna Google this shit, folks. Yeah, because that's what we do.
6: Absolutely. All right. Report so. fraud. Dot. FTC. Gov. Not, not dot slash gov. Oh no. No, that's not what we wanted.
4: Nope. I, I know not. It.
3: Well, it's the FTC fraud report.
6: Oh, it is FTC. It is report fraud dot It's not report fraud. D-O-T, FTC. Yes, gov. Told you. Well, that's horrible told you mm-hmm. joe lied again but think about it though i mean did you lie or did he read no, no, the teleprompter exactly because joe doesn't he wouldn't spell that out
3: no nah, he wouldn't spell dot he wouldn't
6: spell that some out some
3: retard that works for him somebody that's fucking with
6: him someone that's fucking with him yeah. i'm sorry at this point they're fucking with him hardcore but that is and providing us, us with content. Hey, so I guess hysterical. we can't complain.
3: I'll play that game.
6: You know, we can complain about our gas prices. We're back with Maria. huh? Yeah. Gas prices. Well,
15: welcome back. Well, President Biden claims he has no plans to meet with Saudi, uh, the Saudi Arabian crown prince at the G20 summit next week. Uh, next month, rather, after the oil-rich nation uh, claimed Biden begged them to delay production cuts until after the midterm elections. OPEC's decision to cut production by 2 million barrels a day is seen as a blow to the United States and a boost to Russia. Joining us right now is Opus Energy Analysis Global Head, Tom Kloza. Tom, great to see you today. Thanks very much for being here. What's your take on where oil prices are going now?
1: Well, my take is that... uh
12: We've probably seen the worst for gasoline prices, but, uh, and we may see the worst coming up for crude oil prices, but it'll probably be in 2023. I mean, you've got 50 wild days ahead of you. You've got the embargo, the European and allied embargo on uh, Russian crude on December 5th. You've got the end of SPR sales, and you've got the winter. And I understand you're gonna get a dose of it. And people who buy things like oil, heating oil, diesel, kerosene, they're gonna see the highest prices by far they've ever witnessed. So it's wow. a tough uh, tough sledding in the next 50 days.
15: All right, well, I'm glad you laid that out that way. We've also got breaking news this morning that is moving markets. Uh, in the UK, the new chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, announced he is pairing back. And All
6: right, we'll get to that. I don't care about the UK right now. We'll, we might get to the, uh, no offense to our friends from the UK in here, but um, we might. We may get to the UK later. The interesting part in that,
3: I call my mom because I know how she thinks. She likes to fill up the oil tank in the uh, in the house. Yep. Uh, right about now, because normally she finds the best prices right about now. Not right now. She told me that there's an $1,100 difference between what she paid last year and what she paid this year. Holy
6: shit. Just
3: to give you an idea, and they have a thousand gallon fuel tank in the bottom of their house. Yeah. They get it filled up once a year. Yeah. And uh, this is the second time this year they're filling it up because they only could afford to fill it up halfway last time.
6: So it's an $1,100 difference for a half a tank?
3: No, it's or for the whole tank. tank. For the full tank because it also runs their hot water and everything. else. Yeah. So. Jesus.
6: That's insane. I was
3: like, "Holy shit, that's a lot of fuel." Yeah, but that's home heating oil for you. So everybody, get ready, get cold, or you better start learning how to build a fire. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's actually this great product, and uh, I, I've tried to reach out to them, but they're they're extremely pricey. That's the only problem with them that I don't like. But they they make a great product. If you've never seen the Solo stove. Uh, go look it up online. It's S-O-L-O stove. And it is a smokeless fire fire pit. Oh, I've seen that. And it rocks. You can cook with it. You can do so much shit with it. It is nuts. And it works like a champ. Yeah, we sat by one um, a couple Christmases ago at a Christmas party. Yeah. yeah, We sat by one. Yep. Those things are badass, but they're like 690 bucks a pop. Yeah, they're pretty pricey, but they work like you wouldn't believe they like redirect the smoke back into the fire because all smoke is is unburnt fuel and they redirect the smoke back into the fire and the fire burns the smoke off. So there's no smoke at all when you're using this thing. It is phenomenal. One of the best products I've ever seen. I haven't pulled the trigger on one because uh, they're pricey because you spend a mortgage payment on a a scope, scope, but that was important. Mm hmm. Cause that comes with the future. Yeah. Okay. 308 action. Um, it is our and time. And when we
6: run out of bullets, we can beat someone with it. Not quite. Play Play dirty mop head from today.
3: Okay. I'll play dirty mop head.
15: Gas prices have fallen by a dollar and 15 cents from their peak. Uh, which was not too long ago. The 98 consecutive day declined this summer was the fastest in over a decade. Every month the typical two-driver family saves about 100 to 120 dollars uh, at the pump compared to where we were in mid June. Everyday Americans uh, Americans save about 420 million dollars at the pump compared to uh, mid June. Now gas prices are falling again. Just to give you a little bit more of uh, stats, there the average retail price is down by five cents over the last week. States that saw cheaper, sharper increases in recent weeks are also seeing more rapid declines, just to give you a few states. California is down almost 30 cents uh, this week. Wisconsin is down over 20 cents this week. Oregon is down over 20 cents uh, this week. Michigan is down uh, about 17, uh, 16 cents this week. Ohio and Indiana are down 13 cents this week. And so those are the few states that we're seeing the sharp declines that are not now coming down.
0: No.
6: Nope. It's a fifty more than it was when Biden took office across the board. Yes. So how are you? How are they going? How now? are you
3: claiming a victory for going down? Great question. And they're about to go back up as yeah. we just heard. So, uh, not only that, we have um, supposedly... He's releasing another 100 million barrels from our already depleted strategic stock of do We oil? even have,
6: a, oh, we have 400 million barrels left in there
3: Yeah, That's but it. he's releasing another 100 million barrels So
6: when we when we wind up in, in war, World War Three, mm-hmm. what are we going to We're gonna not going to have an oil Because wh- where are we going to yep. get it from? Saudi Arabia that just joined BRICS, annoyed, uh, literally announced yesterday, they've they now joined BRICS
3: they, they ain't sharing nothing with no. us No
6: Nope No <laughs> no so it would be if she had this what flames coming out of their butthole i mean god forbid you know joe should have to turn the the spigots back on up in alaska well he can't
3: hmm. he's already permanently closed those you know he's going around permanently closing oil
6: refineries right yeah they're done once it's closed it's it, you can't get it back up it doesn't work like that
3: i mean you can but it, it takes, takes a lot but they're they're not going to be able to ever do that again. With a couple of them that he's already touched, I mean, he fucked them up worse than the nightmare that they were beforehand.
6: Yeah, yeah, you're right, Lindsay. They're uh, they'll be at the charging stations. They'll be begging Elon to install more charging stations across the U.S. Just like they're begging him to pay for Starlink in Ukraine right now.
3: Well, he's on
4: a hit list right now in Ukraine.
0: Well, who exactly thinks the president is doing a good job on inflation? Because we've got a new poll that finds he receives his lowest job ratings on inflation, net negative 38 points.
15: We understand that there are challenges that are uh, in front of us here in this country.
6: Do you understand that? Are, are there really challenges? Who, who exactly thinks that Joe is doing a good job on inflation? That's an excellent question. You
3: know what? I, I Somebody run uh, one of my mods on both sides. Do me a favor run a uh a poll see see who thinks joe's doing a good job yeah
6: because I, I don't i don't think i i don't i don't think anyone thinks that so
3: i i'm actually fairly certain that nobody she went grape ape today too folks she did, you did. Notice that? she went all grape ape. it's weird well it's uh, like she had purple crush yeah it's like she had an extra can of purple crush in the in the back freezer weird You know, it's right next to that other can of Diet Shasta Orange that nobody fucking drinks or touches. They're like, what the fuck is Diet Shasta Orange?
17: On inflation, Um, can you give us a timeline? You've laid out eloquently what the president's been doing. Is there a timeline for when Americans can start feeling
1: some economic pain relief?
15: So, in regards to the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, early next year, they will see uh, some of the um, uh, some of the uh, uh, pieces of that. When you th- think about an energy cost, when you think about um, uh, uh, the uh, Medicare kind of benefits from that, so we'll see uh, some movement on that early next year. But,
6: but early next year, really early next year. But, but what? I hate when you leave
3: a but what hanging.
6: But they're not going to go down before the midterms, so we're screwed. They're
3: they're not going down before the midterms. Matter of fact, they're going to go up again.
6: Yeah, no shit.
3: Uh, Gas prices are going back up, if you're not aware, folks. Uh, Gas prices are going to be back up about $4 here shortly. Um, You have to realize what is going on in the world economic stage right now that's going to send our gas prices back through the moon. Well, it's actually pretty simple. As v. Lynn already pointed out, Saudi Arabia just joined Brexit, or well, not Brexit, but um, OPEC plus. So now Saudi Arabia is involved with OPEC plus plus Russia plus India, plus everybody else. And uh, plus we're,
6: Brazil, We're now just sitting out in the corner coloring. you know, it's interesting. Josh made it. I listened to Josh's show today on the um the way up to school, or yeah, the way to school. You know, an interesting point. All those countries and in, in bricks now. Brazil, Bolsonaro, they call him the Trump of South America. Yep. He and Trump are friends. Russia, you know, he and Putin, obviously. China, he and Xi actually got along. India, Saudi Arabia, where he carried the sword, which doesn't happen unless you're the fucking, like, they're God, basically. You're Muhammad, exactly. Yeah. All of those nations where Trump went around the world, making allies, making friends that no one ever thought we could really be friends with, and now they're all they they've all formed their own financial well, alliance. Well, yeah,
3: because they realize that Biden's a great big pussy. Mm-hmm. He's a great big pussy boy.
6: Uh, no, well, we all know that. But anyway, Josh's point was. You know what Josh's point was. It's all part of the plan. All part of the plan. All part of the plan. Okay. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Oh. Do we have to with more Great Babe?
6: Um, oh, wait. Before we get into more of Great Babe, before I even get there. I mean, she kind of got her ass handed to her as usual, so. Um, if your number ends... With
3: these digits, 1398, let me know, because I need to put your name in my phone, because <laughs> I got your text message, and I'm about to respond to it, but I want to know who I'm talking to before I do it. That'd be helpful. Okay. Because that would be bad. Uh, your last four of your phone number are 1398, so do me a favor. Just text me or, or post it in the chat or do something. Let me know what your name is on Twitch or on uh, Pilled and... I will make sure that I respond to this question that you asked. Okay. And then we will discuss it at greater
0: length. Following up on something you said earlier, if president Biden's top domestic priority is inflation, why doesn't he have more to show for it?
15: So, the president understands, and we've talked about this many times, um, that uh, inflation um, is an issue, high high cost. Cost is an issue for the American people. And so he's been very clear about making that his number one economic priority. And he has done the work.
6: He's he's done the work to to understand that high costs are a priority for Americans. Oh.
4: Uh.
6: He's done, he's done the work. I I I I don't get it. Okay. I, I
3: don't understand. I don't either. I'm I'm confused.
6: Yeah. She's
3: obviously confused too because. Well
6: Peter was like, well, what, what has he actually done?
3: Nothing. Well, he's he's done, done the
6: work. He's done the work. What she work? said he's done the what work. work. Yep.
3: Because from the way it looks right now, it looks fucking like there's two blind bats that keep running into each other. I, I just don't. I don't
17: understand it yeah 18 months ago when the president took office inflation and gas prices started rising
4: well
15: 18 months ago uh the president signed the american rescue rescue plan more than uh about back in april uh, of uh 2021
6: ding 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 ding. 18 months ago inflation started rising well 18 months ago he signed the american rescue plan
3: what you answered your own question dumbass
6: oh you think you're right. He has done the work. He's done the work to make inflation go through the fucking roof.
3: He's done the work to destroy our country. You're absolutely right. He's done the work. He's done the work to make our our lives horrible. Yeah. 40 year high. Can Biden fix it? No.
8: Yeah, I just I'm just curious and a lot of Americans are curious when the so-called Inflation Reduction Act will really start to bring down inflation. So the the many parts of the bill will start to take effect next year. For example, there are tax credits for energy to help people weatherize their homes uh, and also bring down other forms of energy costs. So we are focused on helping to make that transition to clean energy in a way that brings down energy costs for families.
3: I I have a question about this. Sometime next year. This is is a serious question. Think about this. She just sat there and told us all that, "Hey, look, when when this stuff happens next year, uh, you know, you you'll see the prices come down." What is she talking about?
6: No, she's saying you'll see inflation come down. From what though? They um, haven't put forward a plan yet that actually battles mm-hmm. inflation. No, no, no. Current so inflation. If you spend hundred and twenty thousand dollars to put solar panels on your roof they'll give you a forty thousand dollar tax credit
3: but I don't pay my taxes
6: but if you did well then you're you're stuck spending hundred and twenty thousand dollars on solar panels um or if you let's if, if you weatherize your home right so if yeah. you go out and you spend say t- ten thousand dollars on on one of those um or 15, fuck, who knows how much it costs now. Those, uh, those waterless water heaters, you know what I mean? Those tankless tankless water water heaters, heaters, right? They'll, they'll give you On-demand water heater. Yeah, they'll, they'll give you a, what, a a $500 tax credit for it. That's their plan. If you do something towards their green energy initiative, which is incredibly expensive, they'll give you a minuscule tax credit. Minuscule. Minuscule.
3: It'd be like a Yeah. Like a click and a draw and like a good job, buddy. Yeah. I'm glad you went green. Yeah. Awesome.
6: Pretty much. And how do I know this? Because we were looking at putting solar panels on our home. And the guy was like, Oh, well, you'll get a forty thousand dollar tax credit. And I was like, Great. I don't I don't pay taxes. (laughs) And he was like, Well, then your payment will go up $150 a month in like after a year. And I was like, Well. The economy will crash before then. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully. Hopefully. But they, they whipped out, um, their.
3: Pete Buttigieg.
8: Yeah. They're, their, their, their go, golden, they're golden, their boy. golden
3: boy. They're golden
8: queer. Yep. I wanna pick up where we just left off on the polling, um, because it looks like Democrats have a problem here. As you heard, more than two-thirds of registered voters, 68% think your administration, the Biden administration, could be doing more to combat inflation. This is a top concern for all voters. It's also a
14: top concern for the president. It's one of the reasons why he's made clear that his top economic priority is fighting inflation. Yeah. It
3: doesn't seem like that's Going
6: over really? swimmingly there. All right. I, I I need to get a high to finish the rest of this. Professor show. Pete. I, I think we need to do our, our tribute now. The bowls are packed. Professor Pete. Yes. Yikes. There you go. The fuck?
0: That's amazing. I can't tell you what a piece <laughs> of fucking shit you are. Yeah. Oh,
6: I mean, that works for Pete. That
3: works,
0: too.
6: Okay. There you go. All right. Fudge packing
3: Pete. Yep. So hit it up, smack it up, flip it, rub it down, do whatever you do to it.
6: (laughs) Uh, Roll it up, pack it up, spark it up, smoke it up for Justin. And uh, so I know there were some questions about the initial... What was I talking about in the chat? Um, we had someone get a little upset about our show with Jason on Sunday, um, but honestly, everything else—every everything else I've heard was that it was awesome. Including uh, from Shauna, she sent me a message, and you know what? I mean, Shauna lived with him for five years. I'll I'll take. Shauna's opinion of the show over everyone else's, she said, uh, I watched your show with Jason Alexander, caught it after it aired. Great show. It's nice to hear about Justin from his friends. Bittersweet. Thank you so much for your kind words regarding myself and Sirius. Yeah. Um, You guys are so awesome. I appreciate you very much. So we appreciate you very much. And we appreciate all of you who continue to keep Justin's memory alive every single day. So, um, you know, what he went through, I think, is really important to talk about because there's a lot of people that need help and don't know how to ask for it. And asking for help is the hardest step. It's That first step is the hardest. Once you ask, it's it's so much easier from there. But you got to ask. Hey, it's just another thing speaking of hold on we actually had someone reach out and ask for help of us in the past week um and uh, i'm gonna formally announce this probably on thursday or friday's show um but uh one of our listeners is going through a really hard time um moved in to take care of his parents when they were sick dad died mom died um he's been he's been having some a, a really difficult time i uh, found some solace at the bottom of a bottle and has had some difficulty getting out of that bottle um and uh and is concerned about his dog because he can't just go into rehab and you know who's going to take care of his dog um So we're probably going to be fostering his dog. Actually, we will be fostering his dog here while he's in rehab. Um, But I'm going to be setting up a give, send, go. I haven't talked to him about it yet, so I'm not officially announcing it. I haven't set it up yet until I get his permission, but I, 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 anyway, Um, I'll be setting up a a give, send, go with a a, a target goal to, to help him get through this hard time and get back on his feet. So um, I'll let y'all know when that comes out. Anyway, so, yeah, so, and today is make your dogs day, day, international, make your dogs day.
11: How do you do
3: that?
6: Uh, you did it today. I did. Yeah. Mick tried his hand at making dog food for the first time today. Oh, oh. You uh, you made their day. They're going to be Not that hard. It really isn't brand new, fresh dog food. Yep. They went on a good run this morning. They had cuddles. They'll we make our it. dog's day every day. So, I'm not really... <laughs> they'll enjoy it. It's like Valentine's Day. You know, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day because every day in this house is Valentine's Day. So,
3: I won't go that far. <laughs> There's as far as I'll go.
6: Uh, what is that you're lighting with the lighter? All right. So, that is
3: Hempwick. Yes. We have been corrected that the proper way to smoke is not with butane, that you're supposed to do it with Hepwick. Um, It burns cleaner. It's better taste. And it really actually is. Um, I would, uh, if you're going to do it, uh, see if you like it. I test it first. I wouldn't get a huge roll or anything like that, but I try it because it does make it taste much different. It is weird weird like even like less cotton mouth too yeah it is this this thing she found so look at this crazy fucking thing so she found this shit where essentially the the wick and everything sit on the the case of the lighter and then the lighter's right there and you just pop the lighter in there yep and you're good to go i've got one too um they're not bad i i just i don't know i uh, keep it in my pocket
6: all day long. It'd be weird to me. That's all. I keep it in my little pouch so it doesn't bother me. So, anyway.
3: Micro Yes. microdos Get it right. Fuck. Come on.
6: Yeah. Go. Beeline is what we have. Uh, we got them on Amazon. Yeah. I looked up uh, Hempwick, Hempwick lighter. They were, they were pretty. And that it came with, uh, four foot yeah of hemp wick which didn't last very long but it's okay
3: but if you like it then you get the big roll and you wrap that sucker up and you can hold a lot of hemp wick in there and mm-hmm. it just it makes the smoke taste different it does there's a different taste, you don't taste flavor. The and flavor I, and i just noticed that like i stopped getting like cotton mouth all of a sudden like it was like it was all gone it's like where did it go normally i get cotton mouth and it, it's got to do with the butane. I, I have to believe. Um, they're pretty cool though. I mean, yep. They're just wick. That's it. Hebwick. Be specific. Ah, oh, Pete's back.
5: Yep. This,
21: this week we ABC. saw president Biden out there saying that he's going to be announcing more steps to take on inflation and particularly gas prices this week. What more can he do?
14: Well, I won't get ahead of the president, but as you have seen uh, throughout this year, he's taken a number of steps, everything from flexibility on ethanol to uh, the release from the strategic oil reserve to try to create a little bit of breathing room for families that are paying too much at the pump.
3: What breathing room? Is 30 cents really fucking breathing room, Pete? We had breathing room. You all lost it. We had breathing room. Fucking Trump got us breathing room. Mm-hmm. And then you had to put your dick beaters on it and destroy it. Makes me wonder what exactly you're discussing when you talk about breathing room. Because it's interesting. Oh, yeah. And not all at the same time.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a one-on-one.
6: And this is... Uh, Michael Bennett of Colorado.
3: Colorado.
1: Colorado.
8: Who Colorado? It has been two months since Democrats passed the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which you called a victory for the American people. Core inflation is still at its highest level in four decades. And polls shows, as you know, that polls show, I should say, that the economy is a top issue for Colorado voters. So why isn't the Inflation Reduction Act reducing inflation?
14: Well, because the elements of the Inflation Reduction Act aren't going to kick in for a while, Dana.
6: They're not going to kick in for a while, like for a year until sometime next year, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act. Why 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 isn't the Inflation Reduction Act reducing inflation? Well, because because they're not going to kick in for a while.
3: Cause, well, it's not the Inflation Reduction Act; it's the Inflation Expansion.
6: Exactly. Act. It's all yes. about making
3: it bigger, not making it smaller. Why this w- bitch
6: used to be on Fox News. I don't know. Hmm. What's her name? Dana. Dana something or other. I don't know. I don't know.
3: I've never seen her before. Hmm. I would, I would remember a face like that.
6: She's she's actually asked. Some interesting questions. Well, th- so, that's the whole new scheme of CNN. CNN yeah.
3: All of CNN's changed that way. That's oh, yeah. why they got rid of all their shitbag shit yeah. fucking. I heard uh,
6: Acosta's out now too. Yeah,
3: he's been. Jim Acosta's been out.
6: No, 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 not him. The uh, who's the other one? Someone else. Someone else just got shit canned this week from from CNN. Um, who was the one Trump called out all the time? Mister Potato Head. No, he's been gone. I think it was Jim Acosta. You used to call him out as fake news? Yeah. Yeah. He just got chicken this week.
3: I, uh, well, I, I guess I figured that one was coming. When yeah. I, when or I, last week. I saw, what's his name? Um, uh, get the bump.
6: Don Lamont there. I was like, yeah. Well, my, he got bumped down to the morning show. He got show.
11: bumped down to All the right. morning show.
6: This one's for you. All right. And I want you to pay close attention. All right.
21: Back to Wake Up America. Our next guest says that there is a political hit job happening in Alaska right now, forcing working class families into bankruptcy in the name of conservation.
18: As a result, the Alaska snow crab fishery closed for the first time in its history. To explain why and the ramifications, let's bring in Alaska Bering Sea crab fisherman Bill and Sterling Prout. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Uh, Bill. Can you explain what's going on right now?
22: Yes, it's a multifaceted problem that we have here. Our, our, de- our stocks have declined, and nobody can really give us a reason why. I've been doing this for over 45 years, and we, we have a cycle of crab that just, it kind of goes, comes up and goes down. And I'm going to say a lot of this has to do with mismanagement of our fisheries. Okay, From the so. federal government all the way to the state of
21: Alaska. No, nope, I'm sorry to cut you off. Keep, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Keep going.
22: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe this is a lot of mismanagement between the federal government and the state of Alaska because it's caused a lot of these problems.
21: Can you explain to me, so you're Kodiak Island, um, just south of, of Anchorage, Gulf of Alaska. A lot of this fishing happens, Gulf of Alaska and the Bering Sea, really treacherous waters out there. Um, according to the New York Times, the snow crab population was right around 8 billion in 2018. And now, according to this article, they claim the population is down to 1 billion. How, how do they have any idea what
22: the population of these crabs are? Yeah, good, good question there. Every summer, uh, National Marine Fisheries does a troll survey uh, over the Bering Sea. They uh, drop a net down every 20 miles, tow it for approximately a mile, mile and a half, Pull up crab out of that net, extrapolate that number into some astronomical number. It's a formula that I think only a few people know how to do it, and uh, the the science. Sometimes we just we don't know what the science is because uh, it can be skewed in so many different ways
12: with um, numbers. You're talking about the government trying to numbers, right? They don't get it sometimes. It's gets complicated. A lot right? of that yeah. going around right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah,
18: Sterling, the crabbing industry will lose out on an estimated $200 million. This is gonna hurt families who work the hardest. What What was your reaction when you heard the news?
12: I mean, I, honestly, I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked on the decision they've made to close our fishery, right? I wanna work. I wanna go out and work with my family. Uh, you know, I've got my, my friends and their families and they don't know what to do. You employ, my dad, we employ seven people on our boat along with my brothers. And we're like, okay, what do we do? We live on an island of Kodiak. We can't just drive an hour away. It's like, this is our livelihood. This, right. is this, this town was designed to, is to fish. I, I, you know, that's I, uh, what I want to do. I'm just at a total loss here because it, it so
21: we're in the Northeast uh, and I'm from Cape yes. Cod, Mass, big fishing area. So if you're going out for, for tuna and, and you don't catch them in the grand banks, you go further East. Uh, maybe they're biting in the Flemish Cap. Maybe you got to go out. You know, you got to go further out. Is that the same with crabbing
12: in Alaska? You can't go. You, you can't go further west because you hit Russia. I think people forget about Good point. that. That's Russian point. waters, and they're still allowed to fish right now. They're fishing king crab and snow crab over on the, you know, the Russian side. But uh, you know, I, I think the big point of this is we're able. You know, the government's able to send you know fifty billion dollars to Ukraine. to helping the American taxpayer. You know, when there's actually, especially for fishermen, there's no real um i guess government assistance program designed for fishermen around america that actually can help in a situation like this mm-hmm. where they can get they can get money out quick if there's a hurricane in a in a city they can get money out quick for farmers if they, right. have, you know, right. they have crop insurance there's no real insurance designed for us except like you know car car insurance and boat insurance that's kind of what we got we don't have crop insurance like farmers where they kind of get subsidized by the government if, if they have a like hailstorm, windstorm, and they can't um, make it for a year. They get the help they need to kind of go for the next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's devastating. for Any us. word from You're Lisa Murkowski really on here. this? I know she's in a very close
21: race with Kelly Chewbacca for that Senate seat up there in Alaska. Um, and Kelly chewbacca has been all about reopening the fisheries.
22: Yeah, we we do we do have good representation there in Washington. You know, uh, if you agree with some, you can't agree with everything that uh, politicians uh, have on their plate there, but. We do have, you know, Dan Sullivan. He's well aware of what goes on. And Lisa, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see if Lisa can do the right thing here to kind of get, get, yes. uh, get things going for
12: us. Yeah, but, uh,
18: yeah, uh, Bill. Yeah, just
12: kind of, the Alaskans right now are having some real hard feelings on Lisa Murkowski, so we're going to see if she can do the right thing.
18: Yeah, uh, Bill. About twenty seconds left. You, you, as Strolling said, you employ seven people. What are your staff going to do? What are you going to do?
22: <clears throat> yeah. I'm I'm a little bit older along in this thing. My main concern is the second generation, third generation of younger fishermen that they've wanted to push into these fisheries to go borrow astronomical amounts of money. And uh, we we don't have a way of paying it back yet right now. So it's uh, it's a, it's a tough decision for especially the younger ones. You think, you, yeah, you think my dad wants to continue working out here
12: at 68 years old? He's kind of helping me, showing me how to do things. Right, right. And uh, he's telling me, "Hey, Sterling, it's it's good to go. and, You know, let's let's invest in the fishery here. Let's let's continue to work hard. Yeah. But and then the you know, government comes and shuts you down. What do you do?"
21: I, I still, Sterling, I'm with you, um, Bill. I, our hearts go out to you. I, I still, somebody needs to explain that to me. They do the same things with lobsters on the East Coast. I still have no idea how they go out and count those crabs. Right. All right, like it just doesn't yeah. make any sense to me um good luck to you keep us posted uh election day 22 days away it's going to be a big important one there in alaska too uh bill Proud, sterling Proud, we appreciate it thank, thank you. you thank you very much for having me.
3: so
6: okay what why do i say that one was for you yeah. because you are f- addicted to that stupid show well yeah deadliest catch yes exactly
3: snow crab is the hardest one to catch there's in- not going to be a deadliest catch this year no there's going to be because they had a king crab season they didn't have a snow crab season snow crab comes after king crab Mm. king crabs at the end of august all the way normally through september i now mind you i've never seen the snow crab fishery ever get shut down however i have seen in past years i think it was season eight of deadliest catch they had 24 hours to fish their quota i remember that And they literally went around the clock. They went in, they got more gear. They went back out. They set because once they set, they're allowed to collect after that. Yeah. But if they're about to set and time's about to expire, they're not allowed to set. So they try to get an eight, a six to eight hour soak on all their gear. And they were going in, Dumping, coming back out, dumping more gear, going back in, dumping more gear. And they did it like three times. And then they went back and got all the gear. And some of the guys did all right. And some of the guys didn't even make their quota.
6: Well, he made a good point about how they count these crowds. Okay. Because who the fuck knows? It's the government coming up with some random formula.
3: And it's a formula that only three people know, Ex- really?
6: Extrapolating out-
3: based, An algorithm based on, based on what you catch in a net. Yeah,
6: how many thrown, you pull up? Give me a fucking break, okay? Get out of here. Um, this reminds me of the census, except in a different way. I think they manipulated these numbers because they're blaming it on climate change. Because that, of course, is what they've been blaming it on is climate change. But right,
3: of course, why not?
6: That's their that uh, every story I've heard about the Alaskan snow crab fisheries closing down every except for this one, every single one has said it's climate change minus the fact that they have like a
3: like a serious like hurricane that's like bearing down on the
6: yeah, no no, no. they said it was climate change. They don't know if they all died from disease or they've sought colder water. Excuse me. Um, God bless you,
3: because I can't yikes. say it again.
6: Um, but either way, that it's, it's because of climate change.
3: Yeah, uh, fair. Climate change. Fair. Why? Yeah. Why do you need proof? Just say climate change. Just climate change. Just say it. Climate change. Say it.
6: So these these ladies. This is
3: yeah insane. Every, just watch. Just just
6: also watch. fighting climate change.
3: Yeah, according to them. Yeah, they're dumber than shit.
6: Yep. Why haven't they gotten their teeth knocked out yet? And they are crazy gluing their hands to the wall. I I would have already
3: knocked them out. Do they understand that crazy crazy glue glue Hi,
21: everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. Yeah, no
6: you'd cares to cares get- about you, George. I, I would have, like... Yeah, you, do they understand that Crazy Glue is made their- from petroleum? Is made from oil? Apparently not. They're idiots. They're dumb than shit. It's funny. They glued themselves to the wall with an oil-based product after throwing tomato soup on an oil painting a fucking, a priceless, a Van Gogh, Van Gogh's sunflowers.
3: Yeah, It's only worth $22 million.
6: It's literally fucking priceless. It's not like he can, you can just have a seance and call him up from the dead and have him paint another one.
3: Why not? I know enough liberals.
6: Doesn't work that way. No? Okay. No. All right. No. Touché.
3: So what does Sky News have for us?
6: What will their punishment be? Um, I hope, hopefully a they, public they, they were, froggy. They were arrested and um, I believe they've been sent to jail. It was behind glass.
3: Yeah. It was, there was like a drop that it got on the actual A, a drop
6: got on it. Yeah.
3: But it was behind glass. Yeah. So it was protected.
6: Mostly. Yeah stupid still don't fucking dumber than shit yeah but yeah they, they they're in jail now it doesn't matter and they're absolutely shocked because they were virtue signaling you don't go to jail for virtue signaling just ask everybody that had a mostly peaceful protest in 2020 yeah
15: now, we've seen Joe struggle with the simplest of concepts. He can't remember who is alive or dead. He can't remember his own administration's policies. He's even struggled to count to three. Remember that? And now we have this incomprehensible word salad. See if you can keep up with what Joe's trying to convey
10: here. My younger sister used to be three years younger than me. Now she's 23 years younger. There's not a single solitary Biden man that is younger than any biden woman and uh and, and my wife by the way we're at a community college my wife is teaching today my wife is a full-time college professor at a community college uh,
15: if you can work that out please send in an explanation to sky news and i will uh, take you out for lunch because i've uh, looked at that about three times and makes no sense he said there's not a single solitary Biden man that is younger than any Biden woman. No, no, I don't know what that means. I'm not fluent in gibberish.
6: Okay, I am fluent in gibberish. All right, it's going to get good.
15: And Stand by. Rita, Everybody
6: pick your
3: waiters up. Rita, here we go. Rita
6: owes me lunch. All right. So someone clip this and send it into Sky News and Rita can fly me to Australia and take me out to lunch. Did they let you in without a jab? Uh, I don't know. Anyway.
20: Do you, Does it matter?
6: Do you remember Do you remember when I turned 38 and what I said to our son? No, cuz I don't Okay, no no no.
3: because I don't ever remember you turning 38.
6: Okay. Exactly. Um when I turned 35. 35 was really rough for me. I don't know why. 40 no problem. 35 like fucking blew my mind. When I turned 35, I looked at our oldest son And I was like, that's it. From here on out, I am not getting any older. I'm only getting younger. And when I turned 38, our oldest child looked at me and he said, happy 32nd birthday, mom. And I said, oh, you're such a smart child. I'm going to keep you. Okay. So what Biden was saying was that he likes to keep the women in his life happy. So he will never, ever admit that they are a day older than they were the one and only time that they admitted their age to him. That's it. That's it. So when he was young, his sister was three years younger than him. And now she's 20 years later, she is 23 years younger than he because I mean, I can't call him a smart man, but he's obviously been well-trained by a woman at some point or another.
3: that That's a stretch. I don't know if that's an explanation.
6: Rita owes me lunch. I'm saying that's, that's the explanation. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you got to be kidding me, right? Oh. Okay.
3: I'm saying no on that one, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying no.
6: Look, it's make, you, it's make your dog's day. Come here, Annie. Annie's making a cameo. You cannot have my Irish cream, Annie, even though you're Irish. Or the weed. <laughs> or the tissues. Hi, bear. Come here, bear. Let's see what C Bennett had to say. Oh, God, this is fucking funny.
19: Okay, I have to have a little conversation with our, um, before we go back to Michael Walsh, our head of marketing uh, over at Media Matters, Madeline Peltz, who kind of lost it over the weekend saying we're trying to recruit an army of like anti-Semites, brown shirts to be in these, to be poll workers and poll watchers. No, Madeline, our army is not. Uh, made up of anti-Semites, far from it, right? We have many, many, many thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of uh, of Jewish listeners and, uh, and adherents, and many of those are volunteers. So no, it's not anti-Semites, but she's really left the reservation here. And it says, Steve Bannon has, th- this is from Sloan Rackmuth's uh, thing. Steve Bannon has a white woman on his show with a sign shaped like cotton in the background that says Southern roots on it. Madeline come on is is this like um i love it i don't know what it is i think she took umbrage when i said yankee okay madeline I, I don't it's it's like it's almost gone like theater of the absurd now i don't know if she's trolling or if this is like real but anyway the marketing department's working great the show gets bigger bigger every day a bigger audience more downloads than podcasts and more live and madeline we love you we pray for you during your illness we think you're fantastic we love the entire team uh, particularly the fact that you watch a show so closely and get so upset. by, by the way, I can understand and seeing that I might want to talk to Sloan about. I'm not a big Chachkas person. There's a lot of Chachkas there. I think the pink candle, uh, the pink candle holder, is the one that I might take personal offense, or maybe the gold pumpkin, right? But certainly not the the Southern roots on the uh, on the ball of cotton or something, whatever. Anyway, Madeline Peltz, the head of marketing over Media Matters. Hat tip for you for following.
3: Well, that's one way to give the fake media their daily dose. I wouldn't argue
4: that one at all.
6: I love it when he said, Madeline, we're praying for you during your illness. Because she's obviously fucked up in the
3: head. Obviously. (laughs) Fucking up.
6: Oh, wow. Yeah. So Steve Bannon uh, in for the troll of the day. Oh, and I heard this this morning, and I was like, I, I have to find this. This is crazy. This wasn't the exact click that I heard because um, I'm going to watch News Nation. But I heard this story this morning, and I was like, whoa,
11: what? Six people, five or six people Thank talking you. to you, though, about this. It feels like there's something else going on here. Explain it to us.
1: Well, I think they were kind of shocked at uh, this guy in terms of he's a Senate-confirmed biden person uh he's a former police chief from tucson and fargo north dakota uh and he doesn't seem to be taking immigration as seriously as he should according to these officials he doesn't attend important white house meetings on the subject he uh throws other agencies under the bus blames them for the border problems uh he you know falls asleep uh in meetings although i i talked to him and it's a little bit more complicated than that he's suffered from ms for 15 years uh, and so sometimes medications get adjusted. Uh, and so the sleeping part in the meetings is just one element of this much bigger story in terms of these officials uh, who he works with. Right, who right. don't think that he's up to the job.
6: So the Weird. customs and border patrol boss, yep. the head of customs and border patrol, yep, mind you, secretary Mayorkas has been, is being called upon to resign right now because he flat out lied to Congress about the whole whipping thing, whipping the migrants coming across the river. Right. Um, So the department of Homeland security already looks, I mean, they already have shit on their face and now it's coming out that basically the number two, the guy who's technically, physically, actually in charge of the border. A Biden appointee has MS, is on medications that make him incapable of doing his job and is falling asleep during meetings, while we have fentanyl and criminals just flowing across the border freely. And this is what we get out of this administration.
3: This shocks you because...
6: No, it doesn't. Okay. I'm just saying. Making sure. I'm just saying. But um, I'm sure you guys remember, because I know y'all don't suffer from the memory issues that most of the rest of the world suffers from. I'm sure you remember that horrible SUV that-
3: Drove over all those people
6: by itself. Drove into the Washuka Christmas parade last year. Okay. So the SUV was on trial this week. Okay.
3: It goes by he, she pronouns. The
6: the guy that was, that was driving the SUV is on trial this week. Anyway.
3: He, she pronouns. Just remember.
20: It's dark, but I'm here in frame park, not far from where prosecutors say Darrell Brooks sped off in the direction towards the parade after an altercation with his ex-girlfriend in that red SUV. That SUV, the subject of much testimony Friday, with prosecutors calling more parade spectators and officers who can identify Brooks as the driver behind the wheel. Craig Learman was off duty as a police officer attending the parade with his family when he observed the red SUV engine revving as it sped by and the driver cranked the wheel to the right directly into a crowd of people.
9: Seemed to me like he was excited about what he was doing.
20: Learman told the jury the driver, who he identified as Darrell Brooks, had rolled his window down and was leaning out to look behind him and in front of him. Waukesha police officer Bryce Golton, who had been hearing the chaos over his police radio, put himself in front of the SUV and shot at it three times.
1: Well, my intention was to shoot you in the upper portion of the body. However, my intention was not to kill you.
20: Testimony in the afternoon detailed how other witnesses helped lead authorities to locate the red SUV that can be seen on video going behind a house not far from the parade route and then a suspect running away. At court Friday, the defendant, he continued to be combative.
12: Are you kidding me? So basically it was just like oh do-do-do-do, walking a dog. Yes. Uh, of appearing to you today. What's the point of me asking questions if I can't
15: answer
20: anything? Brooks' tactics in court not only seem to frustrate the judge and jury, but also the parade survivors. Like Lisa Henzey, who told me how awful it was to see the red SUV swerve into the crowd right in front of her at the parade. And she hopes Brooks spends the rest of his life behind bars it's aggravating. I don't know how he can even look these people in the eye and say the things that he's saying and not have remorse.
6: I right. do play the clip of him from the first day of the trial, the next one, because this is fucking crazy. This dude is legitimately insane. And if he's not going for an insanity defense or an insanity appeal based on cause he's, he's defending himself. Which is weird in and of itself. Just stupid. Yep. But yeah, this is this is wild.
10: Would you can recall? Do I remember? If I can recall,
12: do you remember the disturbance you recall?
21: Yes, I do. Um, would you state what that is? What what that was rather?
10: Uh, I heard a horn beeping, and then a Ford Escape came through the um, parade route, and you drove past me and wouldn't stop, and you continued driving into
1: the parade route. Who is you? Uh, Daryl Brooks, the defendant, seated at the table.
21: Um, let the record reflect that I do not identify by that name, nor do I know anybody by that
0: name. Your
3: objection is noted psycho so
6: what's your name dude you seriously like it, it, it are you trying to claim that wasn't you behind the vehicle behind the, the wheel of the vehicle apparently like you're not daryl brooks and you, you you weren't driving the car i don't understand
4: what he's going after
6: seems like it is that why he's wearing a mask could be Makes it awfully hard to identify people. Yes, you're right, Wix. Talking to crazy makes you feel crazy. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Yes. Think about what a cop's got to deal with on a daily basis. No shit. They talk to, that's all they talk to is crazy. Yeah. Shit. 90% of their best informants are just crazy people. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Ah.
3: well, either way, uh, we do have to get out of here. Yeah, we've
6: 15, oh, we got a 20 bit. minutes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We can get into some of the, uh, the, the more politics, more the Senate really debates. More d- dirty mophead. head. You can skip her if you want. Well, no, actually, no. Play this one. Oh, no. Play this one. Oh my god. Mm, I know. Ugh.
3: More dirty mophead. head. It's
8: nasty. Great. Yes. Thank you. Um, I wanted to start by asking, is the president aware of the comments that Donald Trump made yesterday about American Jews uh, basically saying that they're ungrateful and they better get their act together, appreciate what they have before it's too late? Given that the White House weighed in pretty uh, forcefully last week to the racist comments by the Los Angeles City Council members, would the White House um, denounce uh, these anti-Semitic comments by the former president as well?
15: So Donald Trump's comments were, anti-Semitic, as you all know, and insulting, both to Jews and to our Israeli allies. But let's be clear, for years, for years now, Donald Trump has aligned with extremist and anti-Semitic figures. And it should be, it should be called out, to your point, Darlene, just like we called out our Democratic uh, friends and colleagues last week. And we will condemn and call this out as well. So we need to root out anti-Semitism everywhere. It rears its ugly head. We need to call this out. With respect to Israel, our relationship is ironclad and it's rooted in shared values and interests. Donald Trump clearly doesn't understand that either.
8: Uh, just to follow up on that, it was announced earlier today that the rapper, formerly known as Kanye West, wants to buy the, conserv- the conservative. Social media platform parlor, um, and this comes after he was kicked off of Twitter and Instagram last week for his own set of anti-Semitic comments. Is the White House or the president concerned that uh, should this sale go ahead and that Yay be allowed to buy this platform, that it will give him a, another venue for anti-Semitic comments, hateful comments, with no you know, no gatekeeper, no one to say that's wrong or anything like that
15: so as you know when it comes to these types of purchases uh, or agreements I can't speak to that Uh, so that's not something the actual you know uh agreement or inter interaction i can't speak to that but what i can speak to is hateful rhetoric what i can speak to uh is insulting rhetoric when i can't what i can't speak can speak to is anti-semitism which is hateful it is dangerous uh and uh, we are going to continue to condemn that type of language because at the end of the day it is disgusting and it is there is no room, absolutely no room, no place in our political discourse to be having that type of really vile uh conversation or comments being made.
3: Those are very
4: vile.
15: Were you aware of Donald Trump making anti Semitic
6: comments, telling the American Jews to stop being ungrateful? No. Get their acts together? Me neither.
3: Not aware of that.
6: Lindsay, you, you literally watched I think every word that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. Are you aware of that? Not, not sure. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, who, who was it that moved the embassy to Jerusalem?
17: Donald
4: Trump.
6: Who was it that fostered the Abraham Accords and brought peace to the Middle East and stopped the constant barrage of missiles against Israel?
3: Donald Trump, are these trick questions or are you hmm. going after something here?
6: Who was it that married a Jew and changed her religion to her husband's?
3: Uh, Donald Trump?
6: No, actually it was Ivanka Trump. What was it? Yeah. But um, do, do any of those constitute Donald Trump being an anti-Semite?
3: Uh, there might be a possibility there. I just don't know where. Hmm.
6: Just wondering. Okay. Yeah, Lindsay, I figured no, he never said it. Anyway. Just
3: saying definitions wise.
6: Yeah, exactly. Oh, anywho. But she's back at it. it folks. Dumb. I know. I'm sorry. We still I'm got sorry, y'all. I'm sorry.
3: Dirty Muppet. I'm sorry. She made the rounds. She did. In the
10: last month. He's okay. giving a speech tomorrow in D.C., he's given fundraisers in New Jersey, New York. He campaigned with Democratic governor candidates in Massachusetts and Maryland, and then he was in California, Oregon, and Colorado next week. Yes, he has plans to be in Pennsylvania and Florida, but behind closed doors with two of the Democratic candidates. There's a White House Office of Political Affairs, and they've been getting phone calls from candidates in some of those other states, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, to say, we'd love to have the president come.
15: Look, I don't have any calls to read out. We don't have any calls or personal conversations to read out. That would be a no.
3: So then there is none.
6: That would be a no.
3: If you don't have any, then Yeah, we don't
6: have any calls to read out.
3: There's none. Yeah,
6: no. No. They they don't want Biden to come and stump no. with them. No. Yeah.
3: No. They don't want Biden anywhere near. You, you them.
6: see you see Stacey Abrams coming to stump with Biden?
3: Yeah, she did.
6: Hmm.
3: Well, she did it with Jill.
6: Jill. She did with Jill. Yep.
3: This is a scary.
6: That's behavior, who you too. see out on the campaign trail right now. You see Jill. You don't see Biden. Not Joe. You don't see Joe. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're bringing Obama out. Because they're that desperate.
3: God bless them.
10: And I've said before, the court got Roe right only <laughs> 50 years ago. And Congress should codify the protections of Roe and, uh, and do it once and for all. But right now, we have uh, we're short a handful of votes. So the only way it's going to happen is if the American people make it happen. When the Dobbs decision came down, I said, and Justice Thomas warned us very plainly, that this wouldn't stop with a woman's right to choose. And uh, it would extend to the right to privacy itself and things like contraception. And uh, so it was no surprise that we're seeing extremist laws pop up around the country that are having a ripple effect far beyond the health rights of a pregnant woman. What century are we in? I mean, what are we doing? I respect everyone's view on this, personal decisions they make, but my Lord, we're talking about contraception here. It shouldn't be that controversial. And, but that's, this is what it looks like when you start to take away the right of privacy.
6: We're not talking about contraception. Abortion is not contraception. But that's trying. where the
3: problem is. Yeah. You're using abortion as contraception. That's a problem. Yeah. Wear rubber, jackass.
6: But that's, that's, put your like, raincoat on that before is, you
3: go dip in the halls of fucking moisture.
6: That's the only thing they have right now to run on. That's the only thing they have to campaign on. They can't campaign on inflation. They can't camp- campaign on the economy um, or, I mean, any anything good, right? They only have abortion. That's it. Yes. You have to elect Democrats so that we can continue to murder babies in mass. That's it. Hmm. Anyway, and that's true. Herschel Walker Herschel Walker did surprisingly well at his debate. Actually, I would have to say outstandingly well. I I was I was very impressed. I was impressed. Yes.
21: Taylor Green, there. Uh, you're well known for making controversial statements. Oh, this
6: isn't
18: Herschel. I'm sorry. Tell your process for
21: vetting and fact-checking your statements that you make in public and
20: post social media.
18: Can you tell me what's controversial? Controversial about defending this, the freedom of speech, or what's controversial about um, defending our border, or saying we need to? What, can you tell me? Give me an example.
21: No, you do this every time we have a debate where you ask, I ask a, a question that's obvious and you're like, what do you mean? You were kicked off of your committees for saying things were controversial. You've apologized for controversial statements, right? Those types of things. What is your process for fact-checking and vetting the things that you say in public?
18: I, the, the things I say in public are the truth and that's why they're so offensive to Democrat activists in the media just like you. And you're asking me a blanket question with no example. Slab. I stand by the things that I say. I stand by saying that we need to secure our border, that we need to protect all of our freedoms and our rights, that we need to stop the America last Democrat communist policies that are destroying our country. I stand by the words that I say. They're just offensive to Washington, D.C. and the swamp creatures there because the words that I speak are the same as as americans back home the same as people in georgia's 14th district and the words that i speak are the truth and you want to know something josh sometimes the truth hurts and washington deserves to hear it we're over 31 trillion in debt Our government has failed the American people. And right now, this administration has us on the verge of a nuclear war with Russia, where they care more about funding a war in Ukraine than they care about protecting Americans, helping homeless people on the streets and securing our border and stopping fentanyl from killing young people in America.
3: Slap. Yeah. That's how you slap somebody the fuck out. Yep. You just knock them out with a fucking flat hand, open palm, fucking just gigantic chop across their fucking face. And you watch that motherfucker just go to sleep. Boom. Done. Yeah. You're out, bitch. Next.
6: Next is Herschel. You're sure about that? I think think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Next is Herschel. It's
3: Raphael and Herschel. It's the Herschel-Raphael team. So in case you're in Georgia and you're wondering who you need to vote for, I just go ahead and start getting on the Herschel bandwagon.
10: He told me black lives matter. And if you think about it, Senator in Atlanta, Georgia, there's more black baby that is aborted than, uh, than anything. So if black lives matter, why are you not protecting those babies? And instead of aborting those babies, why are you not baptizing those babies?
6: Yeah. Why? Why they're rough. That's a great question. Great question. A there pastor. Herschel. He's a pastor who supports abortion. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, interesting. Another uh, something else that Herschel brought up during the debate um, was that Raphael Warnock's church has been evicting people, evicting their tenants. And Warnock completely denied it during the b- debate. Just said, no, it didn't happen. Completely. Well, I figured it he said those were false charges, an attempt to sully Ebenezer Baptist Church. Blah, 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 blah. However, this came out. Uh two days before the debate, the apartment complex owned by his church filed eviction proceeding against three more residents on top of the ones that they had already Previously evicted. Filed. Okay. Um, these people, one of them owed $115 and he he wasn't even 30 days late in his rent. Hmm. he owed $115 and they said that, uh, and then the ones that received eviction notices in September said that the landlord refused to accept their rent payments. He said, one said I offered and had money to pay my rent on or before the date I usually pay, but my landlord refused to accept it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They were evicted without without notice in one night. It's amazing. Someone else was one day paying li- l- paying her rent one late. day late paying her rent. And uh, she got an eviction notice, and she had to pay more than three hundred dollars in court fees, which was the equivalent to two months of rent to stay in her home. Jesus, another person a 69-year-old African American Vietnam veteran said he had to pay $325 in court fees after Columbia Tower tried to evict him in September for $179 in past due rent. Yeah.
14: Hmm.
6: So, basically, Warnock's Church says that they 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 provide low-income housing to people with significant need in their community. And then when they're a day late or a week late on the rent, they get evicted and not properly. But of course, because actually here in Georgia, you have to file notice with the sheriff. Um, You have to show that they're more than 30 days late that you have tried to collect the rent on numerous occasion. You have to file notice with the sheriff and then the sheriff comes and evicts them. Yeah. You can't just go and change the locks on the doors and kick them out. That's not how it works. So Warnock's a fucking snake in the grass. Well, we've known that. We have known that. Not something new. I know. Anyway, um, Oz is at it too in Pennsylvania.
21: I can't go anywhere, and I won't ask here, but I can't go anywhere where there's not a family affected by fentanyl, which, again, is here. Oh, my goodness. Is that one? Here, come on up here. This This is why I'm running i haven't met you before so please introduce yourself
1: um my name is leslie holt and and who who is this this is my daughter lana um we live my husband and i two miles away a criminal came in from philadelphia brought three methyl fentanyl which is a drug they don't even test it on animals they know the outcome this criminal drove in to this beautiful neighborhood in his Jaguar delivered this poison into our mailbox. Our daughter took it because she had physical pain from Lyme. She, my husband found her the next morning and the criminal that brought this to our home is appealing his sentence. And John Fetterman will be the person who says, okay, this is fine. Give him another chance. He's only had about 50, mind you. He's got a rap sheet, two pages long. But he's appealing. I can't even get my daughter's phone back because it has to be held as evidence. 32 years old. She worked at the University of Pennsylvania caring for animals. She worked at the veterinary hospital. She had so much promise. She had a, she had pain. She self-medicated, and someone poisoned her. And this is happening all throughout Chester County, and no no one is addressing it or talking about it. And it's all coming from Mexico and China.
12: Let me make
21: a promise to you, and I'm speaking for Guy. Let me don't apologize. You don't have to apologize because you have pain caused by weak weak leadership much of it at the federal level. I can promise you that we will close the border with smart policies, allow legal immigration, but we have to close the border because Fenton was not going to kill our camis anymore. God bless you.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a sad story. It is. And it's everywhere. Yeah. It's it's in
3: pennsylvania it's in georgia it's, it's in north carolina it's everywhere yeah they traffic the shit like it's going out of style
6: uh play play the big one there then we'll, there. we'll close out with that one
2: all right
6: okay this should be funny <laughs> well well be told. interesting anyway
9: free water hmm? free water is this water? It's water. It's natural spring water. What's, it's free. What's wrong with it? Nothing's wrong with it. We're a free beverage company called Free Water. The water's free because the packaging is the ad space.
23: What if I don't want to read the ads? You already read them. I don't. Can I, so I can just drink it, throw it in the garbage, and take another one? It's free? It's free. What's wrong with it?
9: Nothing. What? It's natural spring water. It's tap water. No, spring water. Which spring? Other companies sell the same exact water for 2 to $3 a bottle. Which spring does it come from? This one came from a spring in Georgia. Georgia, Russia or Georgia, Georgia America? Georgia, America.
23: You, your, your country doesn't have the best reputation for fresh water. That's like Flint, Michigan water or like is this like an actual spring water?
9: No, it's from a spring.
23: So how do you get it for free and then give it away for free?
9: Because we put ads on the bottle and that pays for everything.
23: Who paid the spring to give them the water?
9: Yes. Uh, we did. We paid help, the spring with the help of the advertisers.
23: So, the advertisers paid you for advertising space. You took that money, you bought the spring water, you put it in packaging, and then you're giving it out for free. Exactly. And you still make a profit off of that.
9: And we even donate 10 cents per bottle to charity.
23: You have enough profit to do, have 10 cents space on each bottle's profit in order to still make a profit and still give 10 cents to the charity people. Exactly. I don't believe you. Hey, it's the truth. You're making money off of this.
9: We're making money off you don't, of oh,
23: it. I don't mean to be rude. You don't look like you're making that much money. Are you dressing down because you're like, you know, looking like in the tech industry and deliberately dressing down or are you dressed or can you just not afford to look good and have nice clothes?
9: A little bit of both.
23: So your business is not really going very well. No, it's going great. It's going well for me because I'm getting free water, but you don't seem to be making a profit. Check us out. Did you ever consider selling the water? Like charging people money for it? I'd still read the fucking ad if it was like half price, another spring water.
9: You don't get the same advantages.
23: Can I take as many of these as I want? How many more? Give me another one.
9: Uh, you're all you have one we're, limited, we're limited to one to person per day today in the one UK. One per
23: person. There I knew there was a fucking catch. There's one so it's not free, is it? There's a limit. There's a limit. I'm allowed one per fucking day. Is that is that what I'm allowed? One per day.
9: One to three, one to three, but this is a this is our first time in Europe and so we brought just one for a handful of people.
23: Why is there an expiry date?
9: How does water go bad? The bottles expire. It's not the water. You
3: There's humor in that.
6: <laughs> I said, <laughs> was that funny? Yeah, kind of. Not really. Uh,
3: but he's right, though.
6: He's calling him out. He's like, he look, asked a he's lot like, of Questions. Whoa. I like it. I like. I, I like, like that part of it. I but. like that he's asking. He's asking. He's like, this, this Wait isn't a right now. Who no. paid this spring? Yeah. What spring? We we paid the spring. What's what's spring in Georgia? Russia or America? Because America is like Flint, Michigan water i
3: mean craziness
6: oh yeah yes get used to it watch the water no shit yeah
3: all right well we're gonna get the fuck out of here folks uh because i gotta tell you this uh shit's hitting pretty good
6: i i i can tell because i've basically talked the way through the show normally uh normally you do the majority of the talking but You've been real chill, so I'm guessing that flexer all
3: flexer <laughs> kicking ass right now. <laughs> Woo! Oh
6: wow! All
3: right. So either way, fuckers, we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Uh, we got any guests? No. No
6: guests. Uh, not, right. So just us. N- next week we next have week. a bunch of guests. All right. So so uh, tune in
3: 15:45. We or 17:45. We start the. uh, 545 we start the
6: obvious uh the music the lounge as leanna calls it yeah, i like that i like it i think too. i'm gonna steal it from her yes i think we we'll go with yep. the lounge
3: either way come on in hang out for a bit and then uh we get started promptly at 6 p.m
6: Yep. and don't forget uh this sunday is gonna be our uh survival show time to survive fuckers. survival prep show
3: time to survive you got it so uh check us out uh we will be back. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow night, obviously. It's 6 p.m. Yep. Eastern Standard Time. And um, Thursday and Friday. Uh, we don't have anything planned for
2: Thursday and Friday? Nothing? No.
1: no. Nope.
6: Okay. nope. All right. Nothing. Nope. Right. We'll be back the rest of the week. All right. With the news. Well, you got you go. it. All right.
2: All
3: right. So, fuckers, have a great night uh, for the Mick. And V-Lynn. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching. Good night, fuckers.
2: up all. I don't need him. shotgun raised from the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late, to so come around here, son, Running your mouth, you can fuck around and find
1: out, you can fuck around and find out, you may make it through the snakes, snares, and now. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes yeah. Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave Before I take a knee as our hand to play My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say And my second amendment handles what I can I ain't trying to be really badass or talk shit I'm just saying there's the line, don't cross it I got a red rider gun when I was three So I don't run or hide from
2: anything Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy From the, the You can fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck well, baby, no, I don't need it Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to so come around here, son, running your you can fuck around and
20: find out okay. there you,
2: go. you
20: can fuck around and find out If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me I'll be
1: half drunk, strapped up in a white I can show you if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can beat it F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud, with a cigar wow. in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it come in the south.
2: Ain't saying nothing, but you running that mouth. I never take a hand out. I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirt south, with a truck seat high and he straight pops loud. This land, land of freedom. Double barrels in case we need. Man up, or we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom, fuck welfare, no I don't need em. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to so come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out
0: So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long. So order now.